You are listening to Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War Team Yankees Failure Nation Narm and Great World podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming with our tongues firmly in our cheeks, our pans as flat to the ground, and our dice, more often than not, failing to shoot and scoot every episode. We invite you to join us on our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and to shop online at Battlefield Hobbies because Hammy didn't get any games for Christmas. Oh, Did he not? Nothing. I I think owning a game shop and having, you know, many, many thousands of model armies is probably I was going to say, didn't he have to like Dewey Decimal all his unpainted figures recently just so he could see what's left? He did, and then he ran out of numbers. Yeah. Outrageous. If Dice Dice are your vice, then be sure to check out diceofwar.com.au, our dice sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. And if you need bunkers to bus or autobahns to go too fast on, then also yes. head over to frontlineterrain.square.site, our terrain sponsor. Yes, Ooh, do it. That so autobahn looks <laughs> absolutely incredible. I couldn't believe that was the 15 mil tank on it. Yes. <laughs> we'll go on to that later. Oh. If you'd like to contribute to this failed cross-check of a podcast, you can now also become a patron supporter by following the link on the Breakthrough Assault blog. Pay £1 a month for your chance to also become internet famous. I'm Eddie Fez-Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England, and I'm joined by my co-host, Duncan Painted Points Teaser, Gosling. Just the tip. That's what I painted. <laughs> and Lee, last man, last beer bottle, Parnell. You have to switch the port in a minute. Well, as opposed to Starboard. You start turning left. Welcome to episode 86, the one where Santa has come. Lee, what are we talking about tonight? Tonight we'll be talking, well, as it's as it's, we are in the Christmas gooch at the moment, we'll be having yeah. our um, Christmas party episode. Woo! So we're going to be saying hello to our new patrons. We have quite a few in um, Internet Famous. I think we'll then are, be discussing what we've been painting. In Faces Spaces, what we've been playing in News from the Front. We'll then have our Christmas party, and then we'll go to an officer answers and events. By Christmas party, do you mean Christmas quiz? Christmas quiz, yes. Well, we've got beers, the whole, the know, whole thing's a party. Christmas party. Every day's a party. Well, no, yeah. it's, it's when Eddie starts photocopying his um his nether regions that we got to start worrying. <laughs> it's like the fact he's got a uh, you know Zoom function. Um, <laughs> Internet famous. Yes, so Eddie, uh, introduce our new, our new patrons, please. Our fantastic new patrons. Um, so, quite a few. So, the first off, um, thank you to Daryl Noonan, or Daryl Not Your Nan. Um, not my nan. Not my nan. Thank you very much for becoming an interim patron. You are now instant famous, infamous, especially in Canada. Um, thank you very much to... Uh, sorry, this is my phone just, phone just fell over. Uh, Brandon Gigiantonio, uh, or Brandon Digimon. Digimon, yep. Yep, thank you very much. You've got a catch uh, We also, yeah, we've got so many, thank you. We also have Jasper Graf, um, Jasper Von Graf, who I played at the ETC, I believe. Oh, really? Is, um, it, is he as, is he as um, regal as his name suggests? He is. Elegant. Oh, like Elegant, a gazelle. Yeah. <laughs> like a gazelle with a tow missile. <laughs> a to, a tow missile toting. Tow missile toting, Jasper Graf. Yeah. Um, and I think we've done the the, the next two already. Um, Hold on, so... one second. J- Jasper Graf is he the guy with the, the the thing where you put your hand on it and your hair stands on end? That's Van de Graaff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, it, something stands on end. He's quite pretty. Oh, okay. Uh, then we go over to uh, Luke Taylor. Yep. Who Tinker was Taylor? Oh, Luke was the last one. Luke, yeah, right. Luke wasn't the last one because he's not 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 the Luke that we. Luke. He's a different Luke. Different Luke. Luke Mark II. 
Um, and then again, because it's on my list, James Clark, who is not the famous writer's cousin. Yeah, was he on top of you? I, yeah. I got a bit, I got a bit carried away. Got a bit carried away. Think we have more, but um, well, I just like to say thank you to to these new and all existing patrons. Yes, and thank you to all the patrons who have smashed forget. that like button and broken it and decided to <laughs> send us money instead. Oh my god, are you still smash, smashing that like button? Well, we are now putting their um, episodes onto YouTube um, from this last episode onwards. I'm trying to augment them by putting in pictures like of like what we've been painting and that kind of thing. Augmented actual... hobby reality. Can, you heard can, it here can, first. Can we please have some um, gratuitous uh, Richard Nixon shots in there, just woven <laughs> in amongst all the other pictures? I I, I should do like a, a subliminal a subliminal. Um, <laughs> it just flashes yeah. up. Dick picture comes Dick, up. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like in a in Fight Club with um, yeah, when he puts like the splices the single frame of of naughty film into the normal yeah. films. Yeah, I'm it, saying. It, when the president does it, it isn't a re-roll. Exactly. <laughs> Lucky. Lucky. <laughs> Lucky gal. Um, that is appropriate. Fr- I mean, you know, no, I'm not. You know, def- definitely no Americans yeah. in Cambodia, that kind of stuff. It's uh... Definitely, definitely not. No. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you very much to the patrons. Um I haven't been into the Discord for a while, so I've probably got like a million messages in there now. You were, you will. It's extremely active, uh, distressingly so. Distressingly so. Also, you look at it and go, "Oh my god, what have I missed?" Apparently, we have too many colonials in there now. It's just a... yeah, we're too big overseas. <laughs> oh, there's there's definitely a, a North American bias now. I think. I mean, today today's conversation was pronunciation of the letter, you know, of letter Z. Yeah, Z. Z. No, it's not Z. We're being critiqued on how he said ZSU, apparently. What did you say, but ZSU? ZSU just ZSU's... sounds weird. ZSU. Like, oh. That's Z, 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 dead. Yeah, Z is dead. There you go. <laughs> it's not a bicycle. It's not a motorcycle. It's a chopper, baby. Okay, whose chopper is this? Z. Who's Z? Z's dead, baby. Z's yep. dead. Yeah, great. No, not Z, is it? That'd be a different <laughs> film true. altogether. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. To be own petard. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, our patrons, like I say, get them um, for abuse to us on Discord, yep. as well as ask us the questions, which we're now feeding to and also answers. So I basically go through and pin them to try and keep track of them in what seems to turn into a massive discussion each time. The questions, <laughs> not the patrons. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. We have GCHQ <laughs> for tracking the patrons. I was going to um, say, I do, I, I do love the uh, the fact that it just seems to spin off into a big conversation. So someone will pass the question, and then more <laughs> questions will come off the question. It's like, oh my god! Why is an officer answers? It's because we're not the officers; it's everyone else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, you also get, like, say, access to the episodes early and any kind of video content we do. No, I do basically. Mark, you get a Mark, discount. Mark, Mark's the, different. Um... Mark, Mark falls in the different rules, he did, but um, anything I do, you get um, patrons get the access to. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's yeah, quite but... a nice little community we got going. So please come and join us. For a yeah, mere pound get, a month, you do get a discount on the uh, Teespring store as well. If you want any, uh, any yes, cool swag that you want, um, exclusive merch, swagging. You can get yeah. Chief Archivist Darren Darren Hart to actually you know show show, show off his coffee cups and his um, ramming speed. <laughs> yeah. oh, hold on, <laughs> oh, steady on. Hold on, his ramming speed and his mugs. Do I need hold to have on. safe search on for those? Yes, <laughs> two cups, one Canadian is what I'm saying. So. <laughs> two, two cups, one Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> For God's sake, don't Google that, Darren. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, well, speaking of Canadians, I had Tim Hortons coffee for the first time today. And how was it? It was, I think Tasey <laughs> described it best when she said, that is average American coffee. Um, wow. Yeah. No, but which is fine because actually, <laughs> those who have been to the uh, you know, to this to North America and had American coffee versus the you know, British shop bottle coffee, sometimes that's what you want mm-hmm. because wow. it does have a distinctive flavour. Um, the 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 signature hot chocolate was really good though, like unbelievably sweet, um, without being too sickly until you got to the bottom last bit. But. No, really good. Um, and Timbits, which are like donut holes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, holes. So, holes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we nibbled on some Timbits and uh, had a hot drink. <laughs> which is uh, I no, it's all right. Like I say, no I can, you know, I can see, I can see the appeal. Um, is I, it... I am looking forward to seeing going to a first actual Canadian Tim Hortons though, and seeing how that compares to the one on the south coast of England. <laughs> is it better than Starbucks? <laughs> uh, it's different. Oh god, that doesn't sound good. No, no, no. Like it's it like is, saying it, that's like saying, oh, "Mummy, am I am I am I handsome?" And she going, "You're very special." And you're like, "Oh no, no, it's not." You've oh. got a nice personality. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, bubbly. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a different. It's, it's a different. You know, yes, they're both coffee, but they're different styles of coffee. So whether you prefer one over the other is very subjective. Well, I, I like americano, so you know, it's just black coffee. Yeah, but then that will come down to the. To the actual, you know, the, the, the beans grind, and the grind, and the, roast. And, and the pour method and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's like Costa, Costa, and Starbucks are both again same product, very different flavors though. It's all that like. small batch coffee. Yeah, small batch coffee. I go full, full Brighton hipster here and go small batch coffee. It's way forward. <laughs> yep. You want oh. that civet coffee that's been through a uh, civet cat's lower intestine? Dicelin coffee. That's the best stuff. Yeah. Di- you yeah, know di- Dysaline, coffee versus um, Mike Everest's attempt at coffee in a barn. Mm. In Mike's a definitely a tea bike. man. He does a very good cup of tea. He's, he does an amazing cup of tea, <laughs> <laughs> and he, you know, he'll be the first to admit he doesn't do coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it, it, it it's very atmospheric because it is military coffee. It's hot. Mm-hmm. It's it's at some point has seen some coffee, and uh, it's served in a, a, a white um what they tin uh, white tin mug. Enamel mugs, yeah. Enamel mugs. Hot and wet, isn't it? Hot and wet. It's all right if you're in a jungle. Even better if you're in a barn, apparently. Um, (laughs) Well, especially if it's cold. Especially very cold, yeah. But uh, no, it's just nothing nothing but rain today at the moment, luckily. The weather weather has improved, so I'm looking forward to some some hot and humid barn barn action. Oh, God. (laughs) It's got worse, not better. Okay. Should we move on to um, what we're painting? Faces, faces. Yes. So, um, Duncan, what have you been painting? I have been painting. Well, at the moment, I'm finishing off four pack forties. So, just standard Uncle Girl pack forties. Yep. I didn't even know you were onto infantry. Uh, I, I, I pinballed a bit. I was trying to get to a thousand points, wasn't I? So, I was... infantry's no good to me, man. It's no good. It's not enough points. So you stepped away oh. from that and went over to, to anti-tank guns. Are they veterans? Or they, are they are. Beach defenders? <laughs> no, yeah, they're not beach defenders. <laughs> they're, be- they're beach defenders with the reduction point card to make them even more yeah, skilled. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Son of a... No, no, no. I, I didn't properly cheat, though. I make the mid-war ones, which are like 
20 points a yeah, model. It's an early war pack 40. It's... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a custom rule set. They're 3,000 points each. Son of a gun. Yeah, no, they're, um, they're just normal D-Day ones uh, is what I chose the most. But I couldn't remember. They're 15 points for four. I mean, that's quite a bit. They are very effective until they're not. They are. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've painted up... Like, oh, I'm just finishing those. I've got the bases to do. I was taking some pictures because I can't remember who asked on the barn chat about basing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take some pictures about the various different stages of basing. Mm-hmm. I think it was... Was it Chris? It might have been Chris. Um, so I'm going to I'll do those. I've got T fifty five T62, sorry, the 3D printed ones from Fenrao, and they've come up quite nicely. Finishing those off for the, for the mega game. Mm-hmm. Um I've got to work out what lenses are what to paint them. There's too many lenses on these things. <laughs> oh, <God>. is... <laughs> what Seb was saying was trying to explain all the different things. So Chief says, this tank is mostly glass. There's nothing, yeah. there's nothing more depressing than Gunner going, right, I've, I've just about got all my tanks green. And if I can get some, like, I dry brush some mud on and, and pick out like one or two bits of details and maybe do some decals. And the next post is like, Oh, I've put a three-stage highlight on this vision block. Yep. <laughs> you, have to, you have to paint them like jewels from uh, Warhammer. So you've got the uh, the slight different glass reflection just, at the bottom. Of the just top. get them over, mm. man. When I, had a, when I did my Elder Army, I just cut them off and glued on plastic gems. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> yeah, it worked really well. Oh, I took a picture. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I finished those off. Uh, for the, uh, I'm also just painting the uh, hip. So that he also does a 3D printed hip, and that's... That's looking quite nice. You are the hobby hipster. I am, and it's looking quite nice. Um, so that, <laughs> yeah. that'll that be good. Um, I also painted some the SU-122s that have been sat on the, the pile for a while. They got finished. And I also finished all of the Dutch. So my Dutch are now completely finished. I have no wow. more Dutch to paint. That's pretty impressive. That it's is impressive. Bucket. Yeah, so there was the PTRLs, uh, the <laughs> uh, Purtle. Dirty Purtles. Um, Squirtle's filthy as a Pokemon. <laughs> it really is. Um, and then, uh, so I painted those, which are like the Gepard, the Dutch Gepard. Um, I painted that with the final infantry platoon and their transports. And, oh, the tow, the tow launch thing. I can't remember what it's called. Pratt. The Pratt, that's it. <laughs> no, it's called so, the Pratt. It's a... <laughs> yeah. 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 For forgetting, yeah. <laughs> so so that, that got done. Um, and I can't remember if I talked about it, but the comets got finished as well. So I've got four comets finished Jeez, up as well. Nice. So there's been quite a few bits in December. I'm just looking now. Four, seven. Hold on. If I go to the, there's a summary page here somewhere. I've got to do another one of these spreadsheets. It's going to draw me mad. Um, overview. So yeah, it's been a, a few bits in December. 24, 38. Yeah, about so, 38 stands. So uh, have, a little bit quiet. The, the big question is, have you made the 1,000 points for a year? As soon as I've based these pack 40s, it'll be 1,005 points. Wow. What? Good work, yeah. mate. Good work. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Round of applause. I, I mean, so I was, I, I, it, it did really, it was a bit, uh, it was one of those things where I never set out to do it. And then when I realized I had, like, it was closer than I thought it was, I thought, oh, probably should get a move on here actually try and do it so uh, the t62s will push it over a little bit more and i've got some uh west german stuff to do as well so none of that i don't know how much that's going to get finished before the end of the year but it, the pressure's off now 
Yeah, <laughs> I'll say. Jeez, thousand points. Yeah, which is it? It sounds weird, but I mean, there's stuff in there as well that didn't yeah. count. So really? Oh yeah, for yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Stupid buffaloes. Well, this is you, know, you weren't yeah. just, you weren't painting you know nothing but king tigers, and you didn't do like a thousand no. points worth of uh, dug in fate of a nation panther fours. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous <laughs> points per pound cost. Uh, but no, it's, it's it's gone it's gone quite quite well actually. I'm pleased with the Dutch actually finishing. I don't think I think that will be it now. I think genuinely that might be it until the book drops now, and I don't even know in the book what will be particularly new for the Dutch. So yeah, I'm not, uh, unless they give it. them like a leopard two, like a leopard you no know, leopard two A fives early or something like that. It's um. I, I can't see much change from the Dutch, to be honest. It's a... No, it's it's going to be a weird one, actually. Um, but they might get Dutch Marines. I don't know. Because I think they were slated to... Weren't they slated to go to the... the um, yeah, so the Dutch Baltic. Marines, basically, um, they provide a battalion into one of their um, Royal Marine... Um, brigades, I believe, if I remember, or was it a brigade into a division? Something like that. And they basically fall under Royal Marine command effectively yeah because there's, there's not tons of them but there's a there's a it's a little dinky force yeah that that's that's me it's been keeping me out of, biz, out of trouble for a bit um fun enough but yeah i, I don't know what i'm gonna do next year massage oh, no, <laughs> not more massage i i, I keep um, keep looking <laughs> I, I did get some. Um, I had some spare pennies in the uh, PayPal account. I did get some West German Jaegers. Oh, so, that'd be nice. Yeah, they're quite hard to get hold of, actually. Can you can you, them can you paint them next and then get bored of them so I can buy them off you? Uh, <laughs> I got the Panzer cannons as well, and and all the, the, the I got the one one three stuff mortars. Yeah, and a little command mortar. Uh, command one one three. You know the was it five seven seven. Yeah, M five seven seven. Yeah, that looks quite cool. So they're gonna be they're gonna be absolute toss though. They're gonna be awful. Yeah, that's West Germans. Ooh. Yeah, you're gonna use them as Kaburge Jaeger. To be fair, it's the same no, thing. I was, as... using, I was gonna use them as Jaeger. Yeah, I know. There's enough in there to do the Kaburgs or Fulschmager, I think. But I don't know if the Fulschmager are painted differently. I don't think so. Yeah. It's be, all uh, standardised camo uh, this era, isn't it? It's all it's all fell grey. <laughs> yeah, it's it's before the West Germans introduced the camp the, their um flectarn. Flectarn, yes it. But I like so flectarn. I'm sure you... people paint paint the stuff in flectarn as well, but you know, strictly it's, it's still in their weird just like monotone olive drab camo. Yeah, moleskin. Mm. It's awesome and and actually, um one of the other things I was looking at, I managed to get hold of some old blisters. And one of the ones I got hold of was um Soviet Scouts, and I was going to do the Amoeba cat and pattern camo on them. Yep, yep. But there's an alternative. So there's the green one, and I haven't got the right green. So I thought I'll do the brownie looking one. Yep, mask pattern. Like a, yeah, it's like a cream though, but it says suggests using English uniform, which I don't think is cream enough. Okay. Um, no, it could Come be. But in, in contrast, it might be. Right, it's chocolate brown camo. Yeah, next to the brown, no. it'll look pretty. I don't know. It looks a lot creamer on the photo, so I'm not sure. I've got my doubts on that now, but uh, we'll see. We will see. Well, well done on making a thousand points in a year, bud. 
Yeah. I know. I'll, I'll list it all out if you want. If you're going to sit there and just uh, <laughs> take a minute. Just... No, you might you might activate a sleeper cell somewhere by accident. Well, yeah, what's the number rate? <laughs> but it's, what's interesting though is it's 332 teams. Right. So it's an average of three three points per team. <laughs> that doesn't sound a lot. Stuff. That doesn't sound a lot, does it? No. But it's quite a lot of infantry, man. Infantry obviously has a very low cost per base. So. Hmm. I'll have to have a look next time. I've got all the I've got all the statistics. Um, <laughs> just air gulping my way through life. Um, <laughs> a walking yeah, river's wrist diary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think I'll find. Um, you a full squadron of comets. That'll help that, that'll help that average tank well, cost. It's interesting you say that. I'm trying to, desperately, but I can't get hold of yellow triangles. There's um, only Skytrex? Uh, oh, I haven't. I didn't think of that. No, Skytrex. I did look at. I did look at Skytrex. No, Skytrex do one that has all the admittedly all the markings on it, but it should be no, more enough triangles to a squadron. Well, that's the problem because I think the Battlefront one I've seen has only got ten triangles. Yeah, the, the Skytrex got... one has definitely got enough triangles on there to do a squadron of comets. That's what okay. I've got. I'll have to have a look at that then because um, they came out really nicely. I was really pleased with those actually in the in the in the camo they never had. Well, not, not in like, not in North no in, in World War Two. I'm I'm curious if he ever had it in Korea. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's what I was when, that's what I was trying to look at the other day, and I couldn't find a I could only find a couple of pictures of comments in Korea, so I couldn't, not enough to really base an opinion off. But oh, they do look awesome though, though, and I mean that's one of my little things from this year. Um, I finished my 2022 article today, and it was that whole shelf thing and the the bulge British might be um, <laughs> my favourite thing from this year, and I didn't expect mm-hmm. it to be either. Which is always when, nice. When was the deadline for that article, Lee? Thursday. Uh, what day is today? Wednesday? Tomorrow. Wednesday. Tomorrow. Excellent. Yeah. Ha ha. I love deadlines. I like the noise they make as they go wishing by. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I didn't do too much on that because I thought we were going to talk about it on here for a bit. So I didn't yeah. write too much. But yeah, that, that the British book was was probably, probably, probably one of the most interesting that came out. Mm-hmm. And again, I didn't expect it to, uh, to be, but yeah. It was, a, it was surprising. The Brit Bulge book. Yeah, surprisingly engaging. Because I just thought, oh, it's going to be... I've, I've got D-Day British infantry. There's going to be nothing in here. And then stupid Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> now this thing you know nothing about. Mm, yes, go on. <laughs> well, there's an, there's an army for this. <laughs> and it uses buffaloes. Huh? Go on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very interesting, but yeah, I thought I thought that was that was pretty cool. So that's that's me done. I'm I'm sure I'll get these T62s done, but I don't even know how many points they are for Team Yankee. I mean, probably nothing. Are these their um, Russian Russian T62s? Or... They are, yeah. So um, yeah, they they, they are points, they are they? the most expensive expensive T62s in Team Yankee, so it helps. Yeah, but that's like saying um, you know I don't know can't think of an example now. This is the best uh, breakfast I've had today. It's a pretty low bar, isn't it? <laughs> well, it the cheapest thing week. I've been eating nothing but breakfast food. I mean, is that what you've had today? Food. Is it just pop tarts, Eddie? Because that would explain a lot. Uh, mainly been chocolate, if I'm honest. Oh god, chocolate and it's rum. It's five points for for um, three T six two M's in the Soviet. Oh, I've got five. Wars. So it's a little bit more than that. From oil wars. Oh yeah, because it's. That's where it first appeared before the um, yeah World War Three book came out. Yep. 
I just happened to be, happened to be in my lap because um, well, the World War Three Soviet books in my reading place. So. <laughs> the toilet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, his podcast, please. Yeah. I, 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 wait, I, I was going to say the other thing I've been thinking about today is I don't, I don't know what's exciting me for next year, but we can cover that later on. But I, I'm mm-hmm. at a bit of a, a bit of a crossroads. I'm not sure. I'm not sure now. I don't know what's uh, what's going to. Yeah, take me I mean, we can talk about it now actually. But I mean, I must admit, after seeing Peaks with you, I mean, it feels yeah. like I've got nothing to be excited about really until midway through the year when the Team Yankee books start appearing. What? Was yeah. Outrage. Berlin just doesn't do anything for me. But well, why? Was... Why? Well, why would it? It's just it's it's over, isn't it? This is just literally a. The epilogue, as it were, kind of. It's just. But Lee, you're missing. You're missing the key thing that most hobbyists do with new releases that they're not interested in. Yeah. It gives you so many more puzzles to solve with your opponent. But I'm not even sure there's anything interesting. I, I just, I'm just. I mean, I'm just not, not sure there's anything there that's good. That's good. Set the world alight in terms of like you know what people are going to be bringing to the top party and stuff. What? Are you not, are you not what? I'm going to be charging you with French? old men and young boys with Panzerfausts. Your comments will be going, "Oh my god!" But how's it, how's it different to play, playing beach defending beach defenders? That kind oh, of. Oh, you'll thing, see. Which... You will see, my friend. Uh, but a well, bit more Panzerfaust, obviously. But... More Panzerfaust and 100 percent more Jag Tiger. <laughs> uh, and more bicycles. And bicycles. Oh my yeah. god. Say because they left the bicycle mounted troops out of D Day, which is a crime. But there you go. <laughs> yeah, the, the fast, <laughs> was it the Fast Division? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ironically named. Yeah, yeah. I think there's going to be some juicy stuff in Berlin, Germany. Well, I swear, will, if, the mal- if the mouse is one of them, uh, <laughs> I don't think it will be. I don't think it will. I think that's 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 next year, and that is a whole separate conversation. The angry, angry conversation. You only get angry if you are focused on your hobby and not the business as a whole. Does that make sense? Mm, no. Yeah, as a hobby, no, I'm still angry. Kind of works. Yeah. No, I'm yeah, not... that's fine. But also, why waste your anger on it? Because it's got nothing. You know, just do what you want to go do. Oh, it's I know. The, I it's, know. it's the same. It's the funniest thing. Um, I was watching yeah, the King's yeah. Workshop when um, Apocalypse released, um, and and it was like. Oh my god! You can play games with no points limits, and it's like you could always, yeah, you could always do, do that. You could always do that, but for some reason, <laughs> yeah. people need permission to to do things like that in a book. Um, but but Eddie, I've got a lot of pent up anger. I mean, I've got to lay it out somewhere. I mean, otherwise, I'm going to get an ulcer. I've got again. I've got to throw it back to Steve uh, McLaughlin um, from the WWPD boys with recreational outrage. Yeah, because <laughs> it's real, man. It's so real. Also, WWPD. Yeah. Oh, Try to listen to their back catalogue and it's all gone. Yeah. Oh really? Um Yeah, yeah. They, they're hosting all die. They did they did um they did warn that it was all disappearing and to download episodes you wanted, but Well oh. it's Eddie. <laughs> so they obviously didn't do that. No, I didn't. No, of course I didn't. I, no, course. There was a deadline involved, I missed it. Yeah, exactly. But um <laughs> I don't know. I mean the Soviet book yeah. So for those for those who've been living under a rock um, or that don't frequent other social media things, uh, the Christmas video for uh, Battlefront have been released. Um, for those who work for Battlefront and who have edited that, I want to say congratulations. I, for one, super duper appreciated as a fellow quote unquote content creator. Oh God, really? 
<laughs> Jesus, sorry, I just swore then. That just, <laughs> just actually drove me to the edge. <laughs> no, I appreciated um, how well edited it was because it was only what four and a half, five minutes long. Uh, yeah, it was. It was very, very. It compact. was very clipped down. They managed to rein Pete in, um, which which I think is great because uh, mm-hmm. it meant that. I I, just, I I saw it drop uh, when I woke up in the morning because I thought it was one AM. So I was looking to see if there was any good deals on the website. Um, oh my god! So I haven't got out of that lockdown habit. My, my body clock hasn't reset. No. Um, ah, so the, the breaking news: I tried to get an update on the Carivery points list swap, but Hammy's had too much wine, <laughs> so he can't tell me about it. Oh my god! It's Christmas. It's supposed to. Yeah, but I like the idea that it's not just wine. It's probably like from an amphora. It uh, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A, you know, hand sculpted from uh, yeah. from somewhere. Um, no, but the the video is nicely edited. It's quite short. Because um, I was when it first dropped, I was like, oh, I can't. Yeah, you know, got to schedule fifteen minutes to kind of sit there in case you miss something. Um, and it just goes through what they're planning for next year, which um, is fantastic. It was good to hear that the company, you know, has apparently had a very good year this year. Mm-hmm. Um, which made me quite happy because having things disappear and fold and collapse is quite traumatic. Scary. Quite would be quite traumatic considering you know how much I've invested into uh, the flames of watching Yankee Fate Nation Great War. Eddie, we've talked about this before. It's seven pound fifty, and that's it. For insurance seven. purposes, it is not seven pound fifty that you've invested. <laughs> <laughs> For all other reasons, it's seven pound fifty. Don't. Oh. I'm I'm slowly tackling the uh, the backlog, which I've been you know this it sounds like a broken record because it is my long suffering house. I was say Christ, it's just <laughs> it's just boxes minute. and boxes, it's, and it's just like it's I've been 2019. Like, What's happened? I know I, I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm well, sorting through boxes and going. I don't remember buying this entire Bannon's Boys box set that's still sealed. It's like when did they get that? And then Lee Lee got a copy of um, the Narn book for Christmas. Mm-hmm, thank you. Oh, did you? <laughs> he did because he turned up. Um, <laughs> simply oh, because nice. I found an entirely wrapped, brand new one that I think I got off Troll Trader for ninety nine p. Oh right, okay. Oh, I'm with you. Okay, yeah, yeah. So like, I was just like, oh, I, there's a. I've got a copy of Narm Fate of a Nation. I already have these books. Uh, uh, well, here you go, boys. Merry Christmas. Um, Fate of a Nation, still the best game they make. Absolutely, <sighs> yes. I am. I gave my other one to Mike to try and tempt him into the desert. Mike, <laughs> Mike Everest, well, need, the real, yeah, Mike, de- the real just, desert. Whatever you do, don't do Egyptians. I've got enough Egyptians. No, I think I'll do. Uh, if he likes M60s in uh, in TJ, oh, don't, don't do M60s. M60s are trap. <laughs> no, M60s are up. the biggest. They are the biggest trap in the world. M40, M48s or Centurions. That's the way forward. Well, plastic Centurion kit. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. <sighs> yes, yes. Uh, it's a shame I got like um, those two Jordanian boxes for the resin ones. I'm sure he do before that. <laughs> well, I mean, eBay is a thing, and some people like some people will pay over the odds for a resin model. This is true. One, uh, which I think was where my resin Egyptian um, centurions are going because I am doing plastics. I might have to pass them off to you to eBay for me. Totally, not a problem. The, the Fez, the Fez hobby mine is always open. Mm-hmm. Or just eBay as a uh, as a company, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it was them and Dusters. I mean, I bought the Dusters were really there because they're in the box. You know, it's ready to yeah. can't use them. 
Oh, you, you need dusters so I'll just for keep the boxes. Uh, yeah, keep the dusters for Nam. Yeah. You totally yeah. then Nam. <laughs> I must admit, I have been enjoying Leafing for a Nam book, and um... it's. It, it, I'm getting excited about it, especially with all the stuff the guys in the barn are doing with the 28 mil stuff. Yes. Yeah, like, 28, mil, 28 mil is too much for an investment for me, but actually playing some of the 15 mil Nam bits that I've got in garage. B mm-hmm. subsection C look up five. Oh my good lord! Area D. Um, yeah, but so the yeah, plastic centurions. The video is great. Uh, well done on editing that down. Segueing back in a complete loop of my conscious thought stream. Um, <laughs> yeah, the great video of all the things that are coming out next year. So we've got uh, Team Yankee. What do they call it? The they got they got um, NATO, which is basically um, free NATO. Um... Not Free Nations, Nations 2. Yeah, Free Nations update. Yeah, it's Free Nations version 2, yeah. So which I they mention my... having a new country in, which I am going to put betting money on. It's Belgium, because it's a really easy one to do. Not, not someone Denmark. someone on the uh, the Facebook group said that it was going to be Italians. No, so I was I, like, <laughs> they have Italians with, requires a, pretty much a brand new range. I just can't see it being Italians. I think and it's also. They haven't done anything with the Southern Front deliberately. They could have put an extra nation in the yeah. Warsaw Pact for Bulgarians or Hungarians. So you think it's going to be Belgians? I think it's Belgians because it's it's mostly it's mostly leopards, British kit. They're um, same APC as the Dutch use, albeit of a fifty cal turret rather than an auto cannon. So they can reuse the Dutch pancakes. Is that what well, you're it saying? Already, it already comes to that the turret. They've already made it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Because it's the OP vehicle, isn't it? Yeah, it is the OP vehicle. Yeah. Ah. So, uh, so all all the really need is some slightly different infantry figures, if I remember rightly, because obviously they use FM fouls in F, you know, FMB in Belgium and all. Oh, I do like um, that. I think there's maybe one or two bits and pieces they might put. They could probably put in just to make, it, but a bit more Belgian specific. But um, you, you know, I, you know how when you go into the next war, you're fighting with the equipment that they had, not for the last the previous, war, but the one yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you noticed that they always like it's like you know you finish World War One, it's like oh what we really need is loads of tanks with loads of machine guns for World War Two because that and armor, yeah. yeah, yeah, and no, and, and like armored cars and like horses and things, and that's what they go into World War Two with. The foul is almost like they went ah oh, we've just had these other wars. What we really need is a weapon that's longer than a British musket in Waterloo. <laughs> you know we need a, a rifle so long that with a bayonet they can just poke his eye out and save ammunition. Is is the foul the one with the um, very very short? Muzzle and the plastic no. ammo hopper. No, the foul. The foul is the the SLR, SLR self loading okay. rifle. It's about fourteen yeah. feet long. It's, um, <laughs> it's one of the first sort of battle rifles that appears after World yeah. War Two. Um, when they're playing around with different calibers, the British tried talking. The British convinced Belgians to do it in their um, intermediate um, seven mil cartridge. Seven sixteen. And then you no no seven oh, 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 seven. And then the Americans basically threw their toys out of pram and wanted to stick with point three oh three. Then the oh. Americans realised point three oh three was far too much um, cartridge, so they come up with seven point six two, which is still wow. too heavy a cartridge. Well, and then eventually, they, well. then eventually they realised intermediate cartridge is the way forward and did five five six, much to the British disgust. <laughs> but it's a little piddly pop thing. Yeah, and now we've sort of gone all the way back around to 6.5, which is uh, basically getting back to what the the British 7mm was. The British was right all along. (laughs) I like (laughs) it. 
Did you say British disgust? Does that mean we just tutted at them really loudly? Yeah, we we wrote, no. we wrote, an, we wrote yeah. an angry letter. We tutted <laughs> yeah. very loudly in a different room, Duncan. Mm-hmm. Come on, yeah, don't well. be as crass as to do it in front of them. Yeah, yeah there's a, there was a spy as well. It's like a... And that's all there. <laughs> yeah. Followed by a, a, a lengthy... Yeah. Of tea to calm the nerves. <laughs> Priscilla, take a note. Yes. Dear Ambassador yeah. King. And then after that, they got the scan. Uh, after, the Warder's Unclear Scandinavian book comes out to deal with um, oh, Danes, Norwegians, Swedes. And oh, is that Kings. a separate book? Oh, is it Danes book. in there? Yeah. Oh, they're, they're definitely not in the NATO one then. So the, Dan- <laughs> the Danes are why the Plastic Centurion is in the book, along yes, with their own yeah, Swedes still using it on Gotland. Oh, it's going to be so good. I'm going to have to buy loads for my Australians. What? <laughs> Australians in Nam, baby. Oh, I thought you meant in Team Yankee, then I was going to say, nope. what? Nope. I'm so Walking excited. around Centurion tanks. tanks in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. S-Tanks. 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 Yeah, Pete did indicate that this, he said it was a really big spruce. So they could do every version in it. I mean, what So, presumably, he means the show at the Mark, v, um, yes. the Mark V for Vietnam. Um, well, the Mark V British version for um, Ch- Checkpoint Charlie, if it ever happens. Series. Yep. Did get mentioned. Yep. Um, then you've got the... Um, Mark Nine's the Egyptians had um, what comes to show at for the for the um, Israelis, and then obviously you've then got the Swedish version with era in the Team Yankee period, and the Danish one, which basically feels like it's a nineteen a nineteen sixties tank, but it's in nineteen eighty and not going to have a good time. I'm in danger. Bang! Yeah, still had some centurions of twenty pounders, which is like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. like Yesterday's Black technology tomorrow. Late war. Yeah. It's like, yeah. uh... <laughs> oh cute! They're firing tracer ammo at us. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! No, stop! <laughs> I'm hoping they got a Danish um, Mark 40, uh, Mark 40, is it Mark Forty One Walker Bulldogs, which are heavily upgraded and basically end up with bungalow turret, which um, basically has like almost thermal sights and that kind of stuff in. But it looks like it's got this big rectangle for a turret. <laughs> Is it a bit like the Perea or whatever it is, the um, Israeli one with the pop-up missile? Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, like, like massive oversized turret it's got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 S tanks and bander cannon. That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. That's that's that is my twenty twenty two. Is that uh, your twenty twenty three? Now you've got a thing to be excited about. See, oh, I was yeah, excited about that anyway. Yankee wise, I am very excited about it. the Flames of War bit. It's just kind of like. Yep, tick, 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 the, tick the check mark for Berlin, and then we'll move on to doing Pacific and other interesting stuff. So. Oh, no, well, Italy. 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 Oh, man, Italy. that would be cool. That wasn't Italy talked about would in the video. Awesome. That would be cool, though. You just got to will it, will it into just existence. Some, just will it. Just for holidays is coming. Italy is coming. Italy. <laughs> no, it's just the, it's the Wayne's World thing. Book them and they will come. <laughs> That's the field of dreams. No, it's Wayne's World. It's Wayne's World. the cooler version. Yeah, hundred percent less Cosner. Exactly. Oh my God, Kevin Cosner. One hundred percent more dreams? acting. Do you know the yeah. Field of Dreams is an actual baseball stadium now? Really? What? The, the Field of Dreams is an actual baseball stadium, um, and they, but not on the actual original farm, because <laughs> they couldn't Christ. get permission for it. So they had the the. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. National. Baseball League, no. Oh, like the NFL, but for baseball. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what it is now. Failing. 
but they they bought an actual stadium on the farm down the road and it is a because because they couldn't it wasn't big enough where the actual movie set was to build a regulation field so they've got one down the road and it's the field of dreams baseball stadium and you can go they play they can play actual games there for for the league league games that feels very much like the feeling I had when the postcode lottery came out and they took something that was originally a really terrible thing, like people go, oh, no, it's the postcode lottery, to suddenly you can win some money. <laughs> and I got very, very confused by that. I don't know. I don't quite some understand of, why that was. You, you be, you're really a doctor to darkness. I was born in it. Molded <laughs> exactly. by it. Um, for Flays of War, Berlin, for me, is two very fantastic books. Um because I love my crazy red flag waving Soviet assault forces with IS-2s with bedspring armor, um, which were just absolutely nuts in version three, and will probably be about the same in version two. Sorry, version two, gone backwards. In version <laughs> four, what is in this drink? Mm. Um, and then mm. the Germans, you know. It it gets it gets to the, the the natural conclusion of you know a fascist ideology and it all falls apart and you're left mm-hmm. scraping the barrel. I'm hoping there's like um, a repeat of the old desperate measures style German camp tank you know, the, Panzer camp group everything kind. and anything throw it yeah. together. Yeah, and I mean the, the great thing about those is you can legitimately go through your hobby collection and go like, oh I've got this mid war tank, oh I've got this early late. And, and just mix platoons to form, you know. My favourite one was I, I never had a painted um, German mortar team for my Desperate Measures list for German army. So I just used my Forschenjäger models. Because like, why not? Yeah, why not? You know, it's obviously the same stat line, but you're just like, yeah, they're, they're, they're Forschenjäger replacements that have been roped into this desperate camp group to get repeatedly run over by comets. Um, <laughs> but yeah. They're, they're, so that's they then told there's a plastic panzer two. Mm, so they yeah. said early war isn't next year, but is in the works. Um, it still else. feels it still feels like the panzer two is largely done not for the panzer two, but for the west chassis. Yeah, mm. west the west and the um yeah Marder chassis. Marder. Mm. I mean, if they can put those all into one box. And and it looks like they are learning the lesson that they shouldn't have released four different mm-hmm. Marder two boxes. Yep. Finally, which is good. Shame there's no lurks. Plans of lurks. Plans two lurks. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, would be nice. What else was in the video? There's something else I was excited about. Oh, I think it was the the aeroplanes for Team Yankee, the Griffin. Yeah. The... Oh, and the vegan. The vegan. But, nah. Cool. I can't think of anything else. So, yeah, I watched it again. I rewatched it again today. You're right, it was it was, it was swift. All right, I'm going to go into the mouse. I'm going to talk about the mouse very quickly before I get too much through this rum and I lose my ability to speak. Um, so, the mouse, they are doing a plastic mouse. He dropped a couple of hints at the end of it. I think that is simply because of the World of Tanks tie-in. They need to make models that are popular in World of Tanks, which World of Tanks game goes all the way through to the 50s and 60s now, and then onwards, with lots of experimental stuff in between. 
Is a mouse even that popular in World of Tanks? Well, yeah, because it's a huge armoured lump. It's one yeah, of but the, there's other the better armoured lumps in Pokemon. No, there is, but it's level... Well, I haven't played it in a while, but it's like level nine, like end of tech tree tank, or it was. Might have been surpassed, surpassed now. What was the tech that. tree, like, just failing at World War Two? The tech tree is the branch that you unlock things at. So you have, like, level one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then as you go through, you you know, you, you, you play with a particular tank at level two, and that unlocks two branches. So, you, you know... Uh, you play with a Panzer two, and then that lets you unlock a Marda, and then the next one along from the Marda, you know, it's oh, it's another tank hunter, so it goes over to the Stugs, and then you unlock all the, you know, the the tank hunter branch. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to get to the mouse, you have to do the heavy tank version, which is why you then go start off as a Panzer, you know, uh, go to the Panzer threes, the Panzer fours, go down to an early the the Porsche Tiger that kind of thing so it's different branches of the same evolution they kind of tie it together so that they force you to play lots and lots and lots to get the tank you actually want to play with and then upgrade it and then realise it's not that good and then stop playing um so I think it's a tie in I think it's part of that licenses is to go beyond World War Two so I think and this is total totally my con- uh, conjecture it's just me looking at it going well, if you had to do that what would be the pitch? Um, so I think they're going to do that. Do do a couple for each nation. So I think the Brits might. Well, that might be why they've got the um, Plastic Centurion at last, because that can do the Black Prince. Was it? The uh, Black Black Prince is the isn't that the church? Isn't that yeah, the Black Prince? Yeah, that's, it's, it's a stretched, widened um, church or the seventeen pounder turret. Oh. Maybe not then. What was the forerunner of the um, Centurion? Churchill. That's what I'm saying. It was. A, it was. Oh, a it church, was. Church, okay. a, yeah, Black Prince is a church, is an upgraded Churchill. The seventeen pounds. Oh, right. There you go. So, so oh, you might. You might. It was see even that. slower because they didn't upgrade the engine. They just yeah. put more extra weight on it. Yeah. Was it then Curian then? That always the works. Roman what are you on about? Um, yeah. So I think they'll do that. I think they'll do a couple for each nation, or one for each nation, of post World War. You know, nonsense, quote unquote, um, and they'll tie it in somehow because when, when you know, like these, these plastics are just as expensive as everything else, so they have to find a way to use it, um, even if it is just you know a random drop in for it's here if you want to use it. He says, I, I've already got two resin and metal mouses anyway. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the groans of displeasure. No, no, I don't. I don't even care if it exists. I like as long as it doesn't remove something that actually existed. I don't, I don't really don't care. It's one of those things you just think eh, it's fine if people want it. Yeah. What I hope they do is they do it like the Midwar Monsters wildcard box, though, so that it's at least adjacent to the main rules. If that yeah, no, I think it will be. I, I think I don't think that crass as to try and put a well, slam or what if straight to the middle. Well, Eddie. Let's well, talk about the, <laughs> M, the, M, the M26 and the RAM and, and all the other bits. Yeah, I know. I know. But I mean, it's like I said, I don't care that the one exists because I, I don't want it. So I just won't buy it. Yeah, there so, you go. But Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The, the other thing they. The, the, my ambivalence the, knows no bounds. So. The other thing they now is talking about points is the, the living point system. Yes. Which I know we'll come on to later. Um, yes. But, they are That's doing a, a living mid-war points. 
which is kind of exciting. It's a, a step in the right direction, I think. Yeah, I, I think so. I don't, um, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's just it, like I was say, saying earlier. I think it's you know what zero point one or whatever it is you want to say. It's the first iteration, so I can't be too mad either way because like, it's no different to the other points being wrong. Yeah, or perceived <laughs> to be wrong. I mean, the other thing is points. Points like there are always going to be some that are better, some that are worse. It's just one of those things. No, no, it's not going to get it right. So, just having these that you can wander, they can wander around a bit more with the and the flexibility. I think it's a good thing. My my favorite thing, or I say favorite thing, my positive outlook on it is that they haven't knee jerked too hard. So I think back to when this is done in the past, like with the old um, early war British, mm-hmm. um, the BAR, BAR. <laughs> Armoured recce. Is it armored? No, armoured regiment. Armoured regiment. British Armoured Regiment, BAR. Where they went full bore and gave you stickers to re-put in your books and change all the numbers, and mm. that completely nerfed the army totally, as opposed to like tweaking it down a little bit. Um, it don't, they don't appear to have done that, which is good. I'm looking forward to playing them. There are some things that I think would do better, but we'll discuss those, I think, later in, um, in Officer Answers. Um, yeah. But it's, it's good to say it's there. Um, and all of this is a really long segue to go back to say, uh, Lee, what have you painted? I forgot oh, it was a blade painting section. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. I, Merry I, Christmas. I, yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I, I finished off my British and, and um, British infantry were for the commission, and I've just assembled while we've been talking two hips to go with the third one I did for that. So I'm going to get the hips oh. painted quickly, ready for um, their whiskey run. I have been, I've been so, so restrained. I will talk about it in my bit, but anyway, sorry. Yes, yeah, well, your, your bit. That's my bit. So Is that your bit done? You, oh, I have been, I have been trying so, so hard to to amend my hobby butterfly ways, and I think I'm succeeding because my hips are still in a box, which sounds like I'm failing, but I'm winning because I am prioritizing the hobby that I've got coming up. So. Um, one of the guys at the club, uh, a long-term friend of mine, um, back from uni days, is uh, getting back into... We're going to give Warhammer 40,000 a try, the newest version, because we, we both had the rule book, and we both heard bad things about it being played at a competitive level. And it was one night at the club, we just kind of looked at each other and said, well, why don't we just not play it competitively and mm-hmm. just use the models we've got? What, and, what uh, madness yeah, is that? Yeah, and just, just have some fun. And we're like, well, that sounds kind of good. Um so yeah, I, I've got a game on Monday night um, with of Warhammer Forty Thousand, uh, and I'm using my Eldar or uh, uh, Eldari as they've done it now <laughs> for copyright <laughs> version reasons. <laughs> I don't know what to make of this, at Lee. Do you? Do you? It's just, obviously the guys the in the barn play it very much the same sort of mentality. You know, it's just playing it while up being over the competitive meta as it were so yeah i mean well he's painted he painted entire 40k armies in lockdown that was his hobby outlet um and he has no interest in historical gaming so for me it was a case of actually i've got armies sitting in cases from you know years ago they're just sitting there dust them off get them get them back up on their feet and keep going so that's you know i've been focusing on getting that coalesced at the same time the week after that, I'm going to Warhammer World for my birthday to play some Lord of the Rings. Yes! Um, uh, so I've actually assembled... Uh, I think I've done... I 
I've got 45 orc warriors. Oh my god. White hand or? Uh, no, no, no. Um, Moranian. We're doing Helenor Fields. So we're we're aiming to do a gigantic, which is the the assault on Minas Tirith, which is the big white city that they were. Yeah, so I've got a a catapult bill. I'm going to do the Witch King. And um, my friend uh, Paul has these absolutely gorgeous Rohan models. Oh, it's when you play a guy who's a professional painter and was a studio painter for Games Workshop. And you're sitting there, and you're kind of like going, no, "He's this is his personal pet project of Rohan that he loves," and he's got the the metal standard bearer from the original release, which is now a production model. Which the model itself is a metal guy on a plastic horse, probably goes for about forty pounds on eBay, and the amount of time and effort he's put into it makes it probably a two or three hundred pound model. Wow, because Jeez. because he is that good and could charge that much. Um, if he was charging himself, obviously he's not because he's his product model. Um, and it rolls down the hill because he's trying to perch it on the corner. You're like, no, Paul, just put it on top. Just, just, we know where it is. <laughs> we know. Please, please don't do that. Yeah, yeah please don't do that. Yeah. I've got um, a, a one foot safety area around the table. And... Yeah, no, I mean, he's not, he's, he, they're gay, he plays games and pieces with his models. It's just everybody else. He kind of goes, <gasps> <laughs> it's, it's when that um that sort of 11 year old kid comes along and goes wow look at your medals mister and they just had like a hot dog or something and start fingering che- the cheetos yeah. Yeah. yeah we always eat loads of domino's pizza and get loads of grease on the table first yeah. um he's like oh, this guy's dead uh no that's gambling um yeah he's yeah. dead so yeah now we're playing and then uh my friend justin's got uh minas tirith so he's got gondor so I'm taking all the bad guys, and we're going to play a mini game of um, attack on Pelennor Fields. Cool at, at Warhammer nice. World. So I'm getting ready for that. Which, interestingly enough, Warhammer World used to have a fully painted policy, which they've kind of they've dropped. Oh, because they thought it was oh. a barrier to kids and people playing games. So it has to be a hundred percent GW. Uh. Which I mean, that's fair enough if you're going to the headquarters oh. of the company. <laughs> That's the semantic was... models, yeah. <laughs> no, sorry, you, you, mis- you misconstrued my uh, then. I, I actually think I'm not sure about that, about the uh, fully painted thing, because I think it's an inspiration half the time. It, yes, however, if you want inspiration for £7.50, you can tour. The, the, the other thing I'm really excited to go yeah, see the museum. is tour the museum, and it is phenomenal. It's so, mm. so good. Um, I mean, if you're anywhere near Nottingham, it even if you don't like Games Workshop, it's that impressive. You know, just to see the sheer quality of models. And if you do love Games Workshop, even if you don't play it anymore, just going in and seeing the actual box art models from the nineties, from the two thousands, you know, like that is the basilisk. That's the basilisk that is on the box art of the box. There. Are you, you, know. are you gonna go to um to <laughs> Battlefront's warehouse. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's just down the road. It is yep. just down the road. Oh, it's a weekend though, so it'll be shut. It will. <laughs> it will. <laughs> just not. I've knock. got bolt cutters. It's fine. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'd like to play some toy soldiers, please. Um, and then go play Phase of War in Warhammer World. Yeah. Exactly. Using their fully painted terrain. Fully. <laughs> So yeah, uh, been focusing yeah. So forty k, Lord of the Rings, um, and then after that, 
we've got our team Yankee big barn bash the weekend after. So I've, you know, once I've finished the first bit, I'll then be moving on to getting my hips and Chinooks done. Um, and hopefully a Brit air landing company for playing in Ooh. the big barn game. Nice. Cause I don't say it's going to be the only big barn team Yankee game we do next year. So <laughs> no, but it'll be nice to, you know, as I'm semi running it, um, mm-hmm. The, the hilarious thing was for the for the I, I bought a um, a Vulcan bomber a one hundred and forty four scale Vulcan bomber model with the idea of crashing it um, as a terrain feature for the game and then having then, that as an objective that I'd go around and then literally after it arrived I had it for about thirty minutes and then Mike posted that he'd bought a one to a hundred scale B fifty two and was going <laughs> to crash it and have well, it scenery for, for the board. <laughs> And I was like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even be, I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. It just looks can so you, cool. Can you what he's do doing that off like a piece of fishing wire and just have it like from the rafters. Yeah, and then yeah, I'll, I'll put it up before anyone arrives and then like oh he's randomly rolling a dice as the GM and be like, exactly. Oh I'm sorry, I got an integer. I win total nuclear devastation. Yep, so Um You've selected Battlefield Nuke. What? Yeah. The the <laughs> Vulcan pilot. The Vulcan pilot selected eye patch mode. <laughs> Can you say Davy Crockett kids? <laughs> was that the Vulk bombers were given eye patches to put over one eye in case so when they drop yeah, as they're flying in, in case another nuke goes off and burns their retinas, they'll only lose one of their eyes. Oh, thank God for that. Just swap That's the eye patch and... over and keep flying. Mm-hmm. Eddie, that's health and safety gone mad. <laughs> well, the co-pilot had two eye patches, so. Exactly. <laughs> but I just... <laughs> a cigarette. But I like the idea that, that it's like the duck and cover thing, isn't it? Duck and cover, kids, you'll be fine. Where's the eye patch? Duck why? And cover. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry about that. Don't, don't worry about the why. It's just, uh, just put it on, kid. So, uh, yeah, that it is. Tastes like burning. At the moment, very focused. Lots and lots of um, orcs and trolls. I love trolls. Trolls are great. Cool. Mordor trolls. Yes. Mordor. Hodor, but with Mordor. Hodor's got nothing on Mordor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Should we go into the news from the front then? What games have we been playing? Yeah, well, we played some Team Yankee down the shop, didn't we? Well, I mean, you played Team Yankee. I turned up and exploded. <laughs> oh, Eddie. It, no, it was, that's not fair. <laughs> it was a bit of an, art, an RT special, that one, in terms of the propaganda level of it. Yeah, so. <laughs> we, we tried the air assault mission, so I turned up with um, a big company of um, Afghanistan, in a small platoon of Afghanistan in the, in the Hinds. Um Eight Hinds, four Frogfoot, and then a small platoon in the um, BMD-2s. And you're rocking up with Canadian Infantry. Yes. Uh, was it four or six of their old... Um, what ADATs. Called? ADATs, yeah. It was only four. Only so four, yeah. Because I thought six would be taking the mickey. I bet you were regretting that, weren't you? <laughs> I I have since learned there is no such thing when it comes to a Soviet or sorry, it comes to anti-air defence. Yeah, there is yep. no such thing as taking a Mickey, and you nope. are totally better either going all in mm-hmm. or none at all. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because what was happening is the four he had, I mean, one didn't get back in because he started getting pinned. So, but three of them remounted. Yes. And then you you were hitting me. Yep. And I was fa- I was either passing the saves or you were failing the firepower. No, you no, you passed all the saves. I didn't. Don't think I even. No, got there's to... definitely a few where you failed the firepower. Yeah, but there's only like two, and these yeah. things are rate of fire three. And it would be like, like hit, four hit, plus hit. save. Right, two hit, two hit, <laughs> one hit. There, right, okay, saved, saved. Oh, potential. Oh, failed the firepower. <laughs> yeah, I did shoot down one. I killed one helicopter. I think you killed um, at least two. Cause I think well, I'm pretty sure one. I was down a couple of hinds by the end of it. Um, well, I killed one from the initial batch of four, mm-hmm. and then I killed one from the hunter pack of two with MGs. I think that was or, it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I killed two. But considering how many times I was shooting you mm-hmm. with with ADATs, you know these things are supposed <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. Um. We're coming to my game with Mike later, but it's the same same story there, really, with, with dedicated missile anti-air. It's not as good as you think it is because they have a bloody save. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. You forget that. Because it is for a hind, it's four up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and you're just like, nope, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool as well. Yeah. Um, uh, so the actual infantry, my infantry parachuted in, more or less where I wanted... Um, I, it wasn't a quarter I wanted, but I managed. But when I went with the quarter I got, was basically in between for two M113 um, Canadian infantry units. Yeah, I managed to at least drift towards one of them, so it's a bit far away from the other. Um, although I did get a bit shot up in that first turn in the field. Just, I think we we try to work out whether I was whether I was concealed in the in the open. That's what I think. I think yeah. She said, we eventually said I was, but I wasn't entirely so I should be. So his parachuters have dropped in. It's the start yeah. of the game, and the only thing in the mission pack said they were not got um, dug in, dug in or gone to ground, yeah, or gone to ground. However, the the wording in the Team Yankee infantry section is that t- stationary infantry teams, yeah, concealed are concealed. Yeah. Yes. So. So but that to... respect, we said that his infantry mm-hmm. in the first turn were concealed, but not obviously gone to ground. Yeah, for terms of uh, shooting at them, but I think they weird. should be concealed. Cause I think they should be struggling with parachutes and well, stuff. Well, yeah, like that's that. kind of where my head was at. Was like, yeah. well, I'm pinned, so I've got the downside of hand to run pin to shoot yeah. you of anything. Mm-hmm. However, you are going to be that platoon is going to be standing in the open. Yeah, standing in the open, not concealed. This... I guess. I mean, the, I guess the yeah. thing. The thing with it is. If you take it, you know, an extra five minutes, you know, they haven't literally just landed. Mm-hmm. They've landed and now it's five minutes later. Everyone's all, all the squads have, you know, stood up and are ready to fight. Cause it's, you know, an air, surprise air assault, you're not ready. You know, the entire platoon isn't standing around its rifles are off doing bits. You know, getting everyone to stand to, to be ready to fight gives you just enough time to get rid of the shoots and get, you know, yourself together, both yeah. sides. So I guess you can take it from there, but it was it was weird because it said you know it was very specific about what you weren't, but it didn't say what mm-hmm. you were. Yeah, cause I, was try- I was trying to argue I wasn't concealed. I think you were trying to help me out by saying I was. It's like a lot well, of this I... came out because it should it should really be a to my mind it should be a a, a day of you know a, a time of day option so you can do this at yeah. night, like you know a proper parachute drop, um, which then obviously would have given me some concealment by night anyway. 
but um, that would make that would make a lot more sense. And it, yeah. it, it seems a bit ridiculous they'd be dropping in like in the middle of the day, just in broad daylight. Well, I mean, there is an element to the fact that that is obviously using the historically accurate Call of Duty series. Oh my god. <laughs> There is an and, and and you know looking at recent recent events uh, in Eastern Europe, doing it at night gives you yes the protection, but that may not be your biggest threat. It's also then more disruption the actual assault. And that you kind of you thing. yeah well more sake of doing this stuff at night takes a lot of extra training, a lot of extra equipment as the mm-hmm. assaulter. And if you don't have that, then doing it by daylight time, yes you'll lose more to enemy shooting, but you won't lose as many to dropping them in the ocean so everybody drowns. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds silly, but night operations are incredibly hard. Incredibly oh, no, hard for to do an aerial assault at night. I, I was expecting it to be a dusk or dawn type thing. Yeah, but um, yeah. not I without mean, the vampires, obviously. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, turn three, everybody, all the all the dead models come back to life. Exactly. Salma Hayek's in it. Roll for distraction. Oh, I'm pinned. Yeah. But I'm not yeah. complaining. Uh, um, <laughs> that's it's an odd one though. You're right. It should it should probably call out one way. It or should the other say there. you know because I because the defender has the first turn right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which so, is unusual. Exactly. So that's why. So you got your shots in. Um, I lost a few stands there. Thankfully, my missile team survived because that then took out the leopards. That oh come my god! Yeah, only two of my leopards remounted out of the two. The funny thing was that the leopards are closest to the, the, um, the petrol station <laughs> and the convenience store didn't remount. So we, we, we basically assumed they were in there getting some getting some <laughs> just, Tim Hortons. Just, no, no, I went 20 Tim bits. 20. <laughs> so we've only got five yeah. ready. Well, I'll wait. It's fine. So the other two, other, Shells the, going down the street. <laughs> the other two lepers did remount and came across and like machine gunned these paratroops in the field. Yeah. Then one of them got destroyed and never bailed by the return of uh, 84 spigot fire. And then they yep. ran off. And then they failed. Yeah, failed their last hand and off, off the platoon went. So my leopard ones did, did at least what. Um, yeah. I think actually looking back, I think, yeah, you should be concealed. You should okay. be concealed, but not gone to ground, because I think that works in the timings. Yeah, okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's how we played it. That's so how we I played it, and I think, forward. yeah, that's, that'd be my ruling. Hopefully, someone yeah. who who yeah is in the know will let us know on that one. Um, yeah. It basically, so it basically amounted to a large company trying to force its way into town. Yeah. Um, RPG fire taking out the M113s. But then it was like a real short, sharp firefight between these dug-in Canadians and their um, supporting um, Lynx recce vehicles. Oh, those Lynxes were good. They were brilliant. And you positioned them so well because it basically was nowhere could assault you without triggering them for defence fire. That, you, that didn't, is... you didn't shoot. You stayed on the ground because you're a scout. Yep. And then I was like, well, if I go in, they'll open up that auto cannon. And if I don't, then you know, I'm basically not making progress here. I need to make progress. So it's That is... I learned that from the... Uh... The, the ETC Polish player yeah. in the last game who had the, did the same thing but with his with his infantry and um, HMG Universal Carriers. Yeah. And it's like, uh, oh, well, these just sit there. It's, it's they're really move. hard to hit because they've gone <laughs> to the ground. But the second I try to go forward, decker, 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 decker. And I couldn't use the Heinz because the Heinz were still trying to take up the ADAT, so I was still really bogged down dealing well, and, with that. and... So that, that that leads me on into the the aircraft rules, and if you have no anti aircraft defenses, you can do that. Just get within eight of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 
that's because then you have... can't be targeted. Precisely so. But yeah, so eventually I'm, I just really over the course of like, you know, three or three or four backward and forward assaults managed to just push you back off the objective. But it was a hard, really hard fight. I think it helped that my reserved um, VDV guys in, in their um, BMB, um, BMD2s arrived in just the right place and scattered reserves. <laughs> yeah. uh, poor, <laughs> poor old, my, my, my one AC came on. Yeah. Drove across, would... drove, rolled, rolled the racks and scattered, got the yeah. worst board edge, drove across randomly trying to shoot down a hind, and then had how many infantry turn up behind him? Uh, well, but it's a, it's, it's a small platoon, so it's basically three AK, uh, three AK teams and three RPG teams plus three BMDs. They went down the road to relieve the other guys. So. Yeah, so the infantry just walked on, bailed the one one three, and then assaulted it and killed it in combat. Yeah. <laughs> Glorious, glorious one I see. Mm. Um, the thing is, with the mission, the formation, the formation HQs have to start off the table because I'll, I'll feel like um, at HQ and stuff like that. So. Yeah, which which we then played into the, the HQ as running off to go get um, the reserve uh, Leopard 2s, <laughs> yeah. which I thought was quite funny. Um, but, you know, it works because it, it means I'm, I'm denied my re-roll, which would unpin everything pretty much. Yeah. Um, in the first turn, which is yeah, yeah it's good. Really so good I think game. in the end, I, I I went to that game with some skepticism about the about the airborne assumptions and how they were going to work. And actually, it was a, it was a good hard fight. It felt relatively balanced for both sides. Um, and yeah, I was actually I was actually convinced by it. We'll get, give it another try in the future. The only thing that we did struggle with mm-hmm. was yeah. the placement of the objectives. Yes, because it shows it. Because the text, the, the textual description says not within eight of an edge. Yeah, but, but the, the the diagram shows it the box only being in one half, not both halves, straddling it. But at no point do you determine how you determined that half. So we ignored that diagram and just went off the text description. Because it's like, how do you? But at oh, no point did you ever define a half to know which objectives go in. You know who yeah. who chooses or anything like that. So we assumed it's a glitch with the diagram and. Yeah, and we followed the text. Yeah. At the same time, if it was both, because the objectives also had to be twenty four inches apart. Yeah. And the boxes are two foot square. So you end up just opposing quarters. That's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Which it may. I mean, that would give you half a board to drop into quite safely. Yeah, that would that would be the case? Yep. You know, so I think uh, it might be worth an email actually. That one, thinking about it. Thinking about the problem it. is you don't get to choose which. Apart from helicopters, helicopters get to choose, but parachutes don't. You have to roll, see where your drop oh, zone is. Oh, yeah, of course they do. Yeah, so yeah. even that. So it kind of works the helicopter assault part, but it doesn't work for the parachutes. So yeah, I, I think we played it right. I think the diagrams. The diagram might wrong. be a bit squiffy on it. I'm sure Phil will then put a comment, a comment in, the, in the in the text if we actually got it wrong. That's exactly how it's intended to be. Or Wayne wrote it. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I think we'll play it like that going forward until someone proves us wrong. Yeah, and then uh, I played a, a, another game of Team Yankee against Mike with his US Marines. Yeah, whilst I was playing Nathan with his Soviets versus my Brits. So we had a nice little double table day down at Dyseline. Where, uh, yeah, Mike elected to defend. He had his two Marine blobs, like the, th- yeah, as yeah, if like, teams, the, the, yeah. the thing is a blob. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then uh, M60s in reserve. Uh, he had no retreats. We're playing lengthways, fighting over a, a McDonald's. 
<laughs> we, we, you know, when it comes to Mike and when it comes to Team Yankee as a whole, I think it's much more thematic just to be that, you know, go over to that element of, yep, this is going to be one of those, you know, d- well, in general, just don't, don't, don't etc it, quote unquote. <gasps> so, yeah, like the objectives in that McDonald's, the objective is that oil tanker, and we'll figure out the ins and outs afterwards over, is it, isn't it, you know are you in range aren't you in range and just go with the flow and because it's, it's team yankee everything's gonna die hmm. um, yes yeah, stuff explodes with regular uh yeah regularity. Reg- reg- regularity so i had my um polish uh which was a, a a short t72 company um so two platoons of five hq uh then the biggest blob of bmp infantry you've ever seen which is full potato which i may not do next time actually thinking about it even though i've painted them because the LMGs and Grails didn't do much because I deployed them badly. Um, and then some scouts. Uh, I went Shilkers. So I had four Shilkers. I also had uh, four um, Geckos. Oh my God. Yep. Well, you say that, right? And then I had uh, three, <laughs> three Danas and an OP. And a couple of BRDM two scout cars. Which we use this because I couldn't assault, I couldn't spearhead anyway because of the mission deployment. Way it was, um, and uh, yeah, air support sucks because <laughs> because he had helicopters in ambush. You got his airplanes on in turn one, and he's like, right, uh, my airplanes. I'm gonna fire my um, fire some hot yeah the the helicopter Cobra uh, Hellfire missiles. Yep. At your uh what you call it? Geckos. And I'm like, You okay. find you find, you find hellfire missiles? Well, yeah, missiles. To to kill or toe or is it toes? Toes. Not hellfire. Oh, okay, from the cobra. Yeah. The cobras, yeah. Cobra cobras at the, the geckos. You're like, Well, I can only hit them, they're concealed, you know, and God's ground because the hunter killer rules. Yep. Oh, well that's gonna suck because I'm not really going to hit those. And then there's four um, Harriers about to strafe me. So I'll fire two Geckos at them and miss. And he makes his saves. And then he kills two Geckos, which I haven't shot yet. So the other two Geckos don't get... You know, when, when the Harriers come in, he wipes out the platoon. And you're just like, oh, I've, I've just been swarmed. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, what my experience with that is that you just... If you choose to fire something at something, fire the whole you fire everything at it, yeah. and you mm-hmm. kill it, and you kill it dead, and then you worry about the next thing after that because yeah, and, uh, and that's just a learning curve thing that that to me ages to work out because you're right, you either go it's the same with air, you either go big air, big air or don't bother, and you yeah. go big anti air or don't bother. Um, but last the, last the, time I played the, Luke, the killer is if he has more if they have more platoons than you have. Anti-aircraft platoons. They can yeah, take the order. They, they, they can. They so can. You, you end up going. It's only two helicopters. I really want to fire all four geckos at his four harriers mm-hmm. or intruder models that he had. Because geckos are right fire two, aren't they? Not. Um, is it geckos? No, the, the big, big ones. The big ones. The big ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're off three. They're three. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Um, but against the Cobras, they're going to miss because he was concealed against them. Mm-hmm. So it was like, ugh. 
Um, so yeah, no, you're right, and and that's the lesson I've got is that just I should just shut down all of them, and then or, or you ignore them completely and hope that you get something to survive. Yeah. Um, I guess it was only two missiles. But that's the yeah. hit on hit on three Polish. Or hit I, on three, I'm surprised yeah. he didn't just cannon them, like fly up and actually cannon them with the yeah. But then he would be then he wouldn't be concealed. Yeah, because of the hunter killer rules. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the killer. That's the thing I, I I miss with most of my shots and the ones I did make. He saved. Yeah, but the trade-off is then you have to get lucky with the missiles, otherwise you're not doing any damage. But yeah, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, this is Michael we're talking about. So of course he just turned everything inside out. Gypsy <laughs> luck. Yep. Um, so yeah, no, that was a real good. I, I thought I was, you know, originally I had eighty, I had seventy-five points, and I only had the two geckos. Mm-hmm. And then Mike was like, "Oh no, I need to do 80. And I was like, "Well, actually, that gives you know, putting the four in makes it a lot better." So I just stuck those in to make the eighty points. Um, and then it was just like I just haven't got enough because no. the air just obliterated me bit by bit. My Danas did do a absolutely fantastic. They got one book barrage um, <laughs> where they took out both of his dragon teams on one of the what well, is drag two dragons, a small, and an infantry stand. Oh yeah, in one bombardment, um, which is mainly due to Mike's unlucky um, saving rows throws. But Danas are for the win. They are awesome. Just that extra plus one the hit. Oh, it's just it's horrific. With the two up firepower. Thank you very much. Boom, mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. And then of course they got strafed by the uh, intruders the next turn because mm. <laughs> my geckos were dead. <laughs> the um, did you have any gaskins? No, they're in the post. Is what we're discussing later. So I say, I I think. Having played Mike now with versus that double tap helicopters, which I think is a way forward, NATO, yep. go two and two rather than like one unit of four. I think you need to go rather than like a high end thing like Tunguska or a Gecko, go with Shulkers and um, and the Gremlins. Okay. Get no, gophers, get, gophers, gophers, gophers and Gaskins. And if yeah. you can get Gaskins as well, you know, even better. There's no get, reason not get to get them all in the same list. Yeah, well, the Gaskins yeah. are two points for four or one point for two. So I mean, yeah. you, a lot of the time you've got one point knocking around. They're, they're, I, think, I think they're a better bet than BRDMs, to be honest. Yeah, they're not. They're not great. I mean, the rate of fire two, firepower five. But yeah, more shots you throw down range, the better. Especially with a five plus save um, NATO helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. So we end up um, in a real bloody knife fight over one of the objectives. Um, is um, he? he I actually managed to assault him off an objective and he had two tow Humvees, one of which I killed, the other one passed its last stand. Um, I mean, the, his Humvees were on fire, it, like um, tactics-wise, because they were blitzing, tow missiling, and then, yeah, one of them got killed, survived the um, last stand, didn't run away to contest the objective, and then it basically kept the game going after my brutal assault with T seventy twos, which was all. I mean, T, Polish T seventy twos were the one I see in the platoon against infantry. You know, yeah, you'll kill one on the way in if you've got mm-hmm. you know good, good rolls there with your defensive fire. But and yeah, I can't kill you. But I've got uh, is it two up morale counter attack with a reroll two up three up. Uh, yours. I'll just what for Polish. Yeah, it's at least three. a three up counter attack. Yeah, it's yeah. three up counter attack. 
So his Marines broke off. And I was like, yes. Um, oh my God. But then the 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 Tove Humvee was enough to stop me winning winning that turn. And then stayed around for another turn to keep the game alive. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> and then his M60s turned up and started turning things inside out. And then the other platoon moved around. And I did an ill-advised assault with a load of Soviet infantry. And what I should have done was just swam the objective and pushed him off it. Um, with just sheer number of bodies rather than giving him a free turn of shooting with an assault. But that, that's also, that's learning Team Yankee when you just look at how much rate of fire an infantry platoon, a marine infantry platoon can put out with the amount of M60s. Oh, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. And that was a, a learning point, shall we say. Yeah, um, it's it's an insane amount of small arms fire. And then it? eventually, through the course of just missile death, he bled the entire formation down to, I think they had three stands of infantry out of the big blob of you know bmp company right three stands left and my one ic jumped twice to two different platoons and then finally got killed oh my and God. that was it that's all i'd left on the board <laughs> ouch yeah which is fair to go from just nearly loot just nearly winning by a single team being in the way hmm to then, to then getting the, the swing back, the way. yeah, the swing back from everything right from reserve. Um, but yeah, it was fun, fun, fun game. Um, and he had his sea stallion on the roof uh, of one of the buildings, just looking. I mean, it was a train feature; it just looked amazing. Proper embassy, get out, get out, type thing. <laughs> just looking big and hench. Yep. How was your game against Nathan Lee? Um, it was good. We were playing. I'm trying to remember what mission we were playing because I. What I remember most of it being, um, I was using a chieftain armor squadron, which basically was a HQ of two chieftains, um, two platoons of chieftains. It's all standard Mark Nines with no no steel brew armor. Um, <laughs> yes. A platoon of green jackets with a Milan platoon attached to them and four three twos. Uh, Abbots because damn right Abbots. Um, no. Scorpions. <laughs> And Nathan had dusted off his Soviets, which is you know, an army he hasn't really used in for ages, a massive BMP2 horde. Um, mm. and so I, my, I'd put my chieftains in reserve. Because we were playing, what, 80 points, wasn't it? I think we were It playing. was 80 points, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they put the chieftains off, off in reserve. So all I had on for anti-tank was, some, was the swing fires, the abbots over direct sites, and the Milans. Um I set I set up really poorly. Um, I did I did myself no favors in the setup. That's, that, sure. that's unlike you, Lee. I know, I know. That's <laughs> always my weakness. I just still Bruce set back from the tree line. The idea of blitzing them forward. But I used to put the abbots against the tree line, so I had nowhere to blitz forward to. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. The abbot blocked yourself. And oh, no. um, my chieftains were set up behind the tree line in like a firing position. But I didn't have any real cover to my flanks, and Nathan just sort of swung the BMPs around, blew up my scorpions, which were my flank you know, protection, and then you know, I just nailed my HQ um, chieftains relatively easily. But um, I got a bit lucky with um, one of them passing its save and um, being merely um, bailed. But then, my, so I felt like I was real on the back foot. But my infantry were the stars of the game; they held on against this. BMP2 company hitting them for the entire game, pretty much. British infantry. It gave horrific. enough time for my chieftains to arrive and from reserve and start 
pushing past this um, BMP2 um, recce platoon that was sitting, waiting for me to come on. And then I was um, hitting his BMP2s on the side. His T-72s arrive um, from reserve. And we get in a bit of a long-range duel. And it's just like, um, it felt like I was starting to turn the tide, but then the numbers started coming against me again. And my saves against the um, spandrel you know, waves that were hitting me were just not going my way, which they weren't going to do um, with any at front of a 17 version. The British so, infantry is um, very hard, though, from yeah. experience. It's, it's perfect. So he managed to get me a company break, basically, because by that time, the Abbots were dead, the Swingfires were dead, the Scorpions were dead. It was just the infantry in this, like, last um, remaining troop of chieftains. And that last troop of chieftains got done by him rushing his BMP-2s and t- his last two surviving T-72As onto my flank and basically putting fin rounds into my into my side. Oof. Um, oh. the, the T-72s, only one of them hit, and it did kill one of the chieftains, but then the BMP-2 basically opened up this autocannon to the side and, and killed the other one. That was basically game then at that point. So, wow. yeah, it was um, a tough game. Um, I'd say it, it felt like, you know, very much the proper 1980s game, though, BMPs versus Chieftains with, like, T-72s and support and stuff like that. So it was a good game. It's nice to say my, like, like Nathan actually dusted off the Soviets for, like say, what feels like ages since he last used them. <laughs> nice. And we had um, the old um, foreground autobahn running down the centre of the table, so it looked quite nice as well. Autobahn. Mm-hmm. Can we can we can we segue a little bit into the uh, autobahn frontline terrain goodness? Yes. Well, I think that's a good point. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. We... <laughs> they sent us a picture of the uh, of the first prototype. So the first run of it um, looks looks very nice. The old um, intersection, as it were. It's an entire autobahn intersection with lead on ramps, a bridge over the middle, like four lanes. Oh my god! It's absolutely huge. It's it it is an entire six by four board forward board really, isn't it? Yeah. So luckily we're playing on what fifteen twenty feet of board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, oh, you could put this onto a six onto like a six by four board, but it'd be pretty much the board would be the autobahn basically. Yeah, I mean, and that's... make for make, make for a really cool battle, but you no, know, it would it say dominate the field as it were. Yeah, but That's I think with the concealing logic. with concealing terrain, yeah, actually, yeah. is that that bad? I mean, it's just like no, okay, no. it's plus one to hit, and you know, yes, I mean, you've got lost line of sight. You got a central divider giving some short bulletproof cover down the centre. You you put some tree lines along one side at least, because obviously most of these had trees running the other side of them for like noise dampening. Um, you know, you can still I mean, you can have like a little service area and stuff, like a little town off to one side, no, the outskirts of a town on the other part. And I think also, you can make a very good table around it. It'd be fun to play on. And also, cars. At, if you have cars and things and trucks blocking yeah, on yeah. side and stuff. I mean, that, that is something I've asked them to make next. Um, is is a you know wrecked car linear terrain block. Yeah, like a jackknife um, truck and stuff like that. Yeah, or just like loaded cars rammed into each other in a little like six inch section. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think would be great. But though, if you don't have the cars in it, then at least you'll finally get to use a road dash of a. <laughs> Yeah. With a scorpion, yeah. with a scorpion, and be like, yeah, I get as far as I want because I uh, don't. There's no speed, speed limits. Tip on. I say I wanted to find some more than hundred jaguars and have them like a improvised RAF frontal base, basically with their jags and dispersers. Oh, that'd be so cool. 
I have like a few bowels of Bedford and stuff like that nearby and stuff. Take the lamppost out and off we go. Yep. <laughs> so cool. So, so cool. You Duncan, played you got... games, Duncan? Yeah. No, not really. No. Too busy painting a million points. Uh, no, I, I think the last game I played against was, was Luke's British, but that, that was when the toss actually ranged in. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. No, <laughs> Stop press. The toss exactly. actually hit something. They were devastated. Just thinking about your British infantry, then that 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 they actually murdered them, the full murder hobo against British infantry. But uh, no, nothing, <laughs> nothing since then. Okay, it's been a bit of a been a bit of an odd month, December. Always is, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll get some we'll get some more games in come January. So. That's fine. Yeah. Um. Right. So we get to the pub quiz then. Yes. So basically, we've all done um, one round of questions. We're going to take it in turns being the quiz master. And we'll tot up tot up the totals at the end and see who comes out on top. So, Duncan, well, do you want to go first? I was say, I've got two rounds. Oh, I, even better. So that's, I, I'm happy to ah, do four rounds. Go. Yeah. So I'm happy to answer them. Um, I'll answer them. That'll be cheating. Ask them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, full box. I don't know how that happened. So, you keep, who's keeping track of scores, though? I can keep track. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Have you got a spreadsheet? Happy. I've got a piece of paper. That's so okay, right. a nineteen nineteen sort of ten spreadsheet. Yeah. Equals equals sum column B. Yeah. <laughs> have you got one of those adding machines that's got like a handle pull ratchet thing that goes <laughs> clunk? <laughs> if you have that'd be great um yeah so uh eddie in that case do you want to pick uh one or two in terms of the question set i pick question set two please bob question set two using uh machine uh arthur okay so this is oh military operations or dungeons and dragons spell (laughs) (laughs) oh wow okay so this is this is like two nerd worlds colliding simultaneously um and I have to admit, I haven't played Dungeons and Dragons in a very long time, so this could be out of date. I had to use some <laughs> online resources. Um, so if if it is wrong, and anyone's out there and would like to correct me, uh, don't. Yeah, <laughs> you can if you want. But <laughs> sure. Um, okay, so there are fifteen of these. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So question one. So remember, military operations or Dungeons and Dragons. Is, is this spell. just for me, or is this? No, this is for both of you. So that's okay. what I'm saying. You need, you we'll need both give our answer, and then you'll tell us what right. who's right. Yeah. Here. Well, as I say, if you want to write them down, then we can go back over afterwards, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's boring. Let's do it live. All right, do it live. No way I can cheat Fine. off uh, off off Lee. So <laughs> question one is Hush. H-U-S-H. D&D spell. Military operation. It is a military operation. It's the 1917 United Kingdom of France planned amphibious assault in Belgium. That's yes. right, 1917. Operation oh, wow. Okay. So point, these are all over the place. Point, yeah. point to me. Operation or Dungeon Dragon Spell. Vittles. V-I-T-T-L-E-S. Vittles. D&D Spell. I'm going to get D&D spell too. Oh, so close. It's a military operation. What? It's, it's the US uh, part of the Berlin Airlift in 1948. It was Operation oh. Vittles. Oh, I'd love the Berlin Airlift. 
Yeah, so I, I had to branch out for these because we were running out of military operations, so I apologise yes. for nothing. Um, question three in the uh, in the list is uh, Fireball. Oh, dude. Dude. I cast Fireball. That's yes. definitely a d spell. Yeah, dear d spell. Did okay. I stutter? But you're only yeah. in a two-foot room. Did I stutter? I think so. Well, I did I did think I'd throw it in there just because it's like, so iconic. But yes, it's a and d spell. <laughs> 8d6 damage. I mean, well, that's a lot of damage. I don't know. I don't know what uh, your average hit point is these days, but that's 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 some people dead. Um, <laughs> but but you're in the church. Did I stutter? Yeah. But there's children once again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the question for uh, military operation or dungeon dragon spell: uh, urgent fury. That's uh, definitely operation. That's got to be an operation. It is an operation. It's the 1983 <laughs> US invasion of Grenada. All right, yeah. It was urgent fury. As opposed to delayed, when you get round to it, fury. Well, that's what I mean. It's like, uh, yeah. I don't know as what a, caused it to be so fury. urgent. Well, you can fit it in. <laughs> Dad's, no priority fury. Dad's to-do list fury, yeah. yeah. Procrastination fury. That's a D&D spell. <laughs> Maybe a sex tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so question f- uh, what are we up to? Five. Question five. five. Uh, entangle. This is question six. Entangle. No, that's no, it's question five. Well, it can't be. Oh, uh, well, actually, it can be. Yeah, so question five. Um, <laughs> entangle. Entangle. That's the D&D spell. D&D spell. That is a D&D spell. <laughs> Grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground. Or as I like to call it, Thursdays. Um, <laughs> Gardening. Exactly. Uh, question six: Cyclone. Cyclone. Mitch operation. D and D spell. It's probably both. Okay, it's uh, Cyclone military operation. It's the nineteen seventy nine United States covert aid to Afghan mujahideen fighting the Soviets. Wow, what, level of, what could possibly go wrong? I know. <laughs> all level at four points. So. It's, 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 it's all going swimmingly. Uh, <laughs> There's definitely going to be no repercussions from this. Exactly. <laughs> Question seven. Uh, D&D spell or military operation? Contingency. Uh, military operation. Military operation, because I just can't imagine that being a spell. Oh, it's a D&D spell. No! What? Yeah, choose a spell of the fifth level or lower that you can cast and has a casting time of one action. No, and, and that... you store it as an instant. Yeah, you do. You store it as a spell. <gasps> But also, it has to trigger on a circumstance now, apparently. So, yes. Yeah. There you go, contingent. You say, I, I, yep, so you go, I, I, I'm i going to cast Fireball as a contingency for the next time Lee gets a question right. Yes, <laughs> I'll Fireball him. And he instantly takes 88 damage. Yep. Well, it's, fine. it's okay, because Seb's rolling, so it'll be ones and twos. Ones and twos. Sorry, Seb. <laughs> okay, question eight. Pass wall. Pass wall. Yeah, military operation or D&D spell. Pass wall. Oh, this is good. I'm going to go hard. with spell. I'm going to go with operation just to get a point over Dunk. <laughs> it's a D&D spell. No! Yes! 5-4. Yeah, you can create a um, a passage appears at a point of your choice that you can see on a wooden plaster or stone surface. There you go. Uh, I knew there was a spell, but I didn't know if it was that name, you know, that did that. I didn't know if it was called pass wall. <laughs> okay, question nine. 
Chromite. That's not operation. That's an operation. No, it's the United Nations 1950 invasion at Incheon during the Korean War. Chromite. Mm. Uh, question 10. Uh, flaming Dart. That is definitely a spell. That is a military operation. It's the no! 1965 <laughs> reprisal bombing attacks by the US Air Force against NVA units. Operation Flaming it's Dart. Flaming Dart. <laughs> That's an awesome oh. operational name. Yes. <laughs> I mean... What it lacks for in imagination, it certainly makes up for in a in Ron Seal, doesn't it? <laughs> um, so, question eleven: Shillelagh. That's a missile. That's a missile. But what's I'm the... gonna go. With, I'm gonna go a D and D spell. I go with operation. It's a D and D spell. Yep. So oh. for the duration, you can use your spellcasting ability instead of strength for the attack and damage rolls of a melee weapon using that weapon. So there you go, D&D spell, shalady. Question well, 12. We got to 56 episodes, it was good, boys. <laughs> question, question 12. Storm of Vengeance. That sounds so a topic, could be the American military operation. Um, uh, I'm going to go with spell, though. I'm going to have operation. <laughs> it's, a, it's a storm, storm. As an operation, Storm of Vengeance. Um, no, it's a D&D spell. Oh, God. Yep. It's so a radius of 360 feet, which seems an awful lot for, like, that must be quite a high level spell. You don't, yeah. get, you don't get storms in, you know, the garden. A teacup. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> a storm in a teacup. It's a healthy teacup. gnomish spell. Your tea becomes mm. mildly perturbed. Okay, puts us an 8-5. Oh, God. Okay, question 13. Gauntlet. Operation. That is an operation. There's an operation. It's the 1941 UK, Canada, and Norway raid on Spitsbergen. That's the one. There you go. Operation Gauntlet. Time stop. That is a D&D spell. Yeah, I'm going to go with spell. That is a spell. You briefly stop the flow of time for everyone but yourself. Bernard's watch. There you go. Darren, you can Google Bernard's watch. <laughs> <laughs> and final one, question 15. Anthropoid. Operation. D&D spell. It's a 1942 operation, the Czechoslovakian and United Kingdom assassination of Reinhard Heinrich yep, in Prague. I knew that one. <laughs> no, no, no it's, they're playing D and D, so it counts. <laughs> they're assassinating him in D and D with 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 a fireball. With Reinhard Heinrich takes eight d six damage. <laughs> so final score for that round was eleven eight. Oh, oh it's I, a used to, I used to buy the Hasbro as well. Oh, that hurts my heart. <laughs> that's a good do one. You, that's a good one, Dunk. I like that. Yeah. Do you want um the other set of questions? We'll come back to you. next. Okay. Um. So this one is a little bit off the wall because uh, oh, really? I didn't do a, 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 a operation or, but I figured if we do double points, if you can guess what the act, these are all actual operations. Okay. But you've got to guess what the operation is. Oh wow! Or, or, okay. or know or know what the operation is. So it's a bit of a fun mm. round. It's not okay. You know. um, so the first one is Operation Bigot. <laughs> operation Operation Bigot, like Operation Bigot. Operation uh, Bigot. Gee, it's a uh... real operation. Are these all World War Two operations? Uh, no, uh, but this oh, one okay. uh, this one is a World War Two operation. It's it's mm. it's the operation. The operation. Oh, is it Market Garden? Oh, is it part of Market yeah, Garden? 
that would be Operation Mark Garden. No, no, no. Is it Bobby, the bombing of the dams? It is not the bombing. That was up. Um, yeah, I didn't think that it was, was upkeep, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, it, Operation Bigot is British invasion of German occupied territory, which is the oh, Norm- right. Normandy invasion. Officers oh. assigned the operation were given the unfortunate op- nickname Bigot Officers. <laughs> <laughs> Things oh that didn't God. age well. Yeah, exactly. Um, this one is going to be easy. Uh, hopefully, I, well, I don't know. Operation Nimrod. Oh, oh, I should know this one. You um, should know this one. Oh, is this a naval component of um, D-Day? Oh, Lee. Uh, it's not. It it's not be. Duncan. Chance yeah. to steal. Is it? Hold on, this isn't the World War Two one. This it's is not World War Two. Oh, no, it's not. Nimrod. Nimrod. Is it the... Um... Oh, the SAS boys. Um, Duncan's got this. Duncan's right. got Iranian, this. Uh, the Iranian siege embassy. Yes! Yeah, Point it. to Duncan. That's why I should know what it is. Yeah. Oh, good one, Duncan. Good one. Nice. Sorry. Yeah. It's a dramatic upset. Okay, the next one. It's just such a stupid name. I love it. Operation All-American Tiger. All American Tiger. It's a slightly more modern one. That should give it away. I say, is this a rock? Isn't it? This is a rock. Is this? Oh, um, this is airborne operation into. Oh, it, it, it's around a famous river. First one to buzz in gets the point. Oh, I, I, I've got no idea. This is Tigris. Tigris. Ah, Euphrates. Euphrates are Neil Poir. It's an operation to capture um, clear populations around the Euphrates as they tried to capture insurgent leaders. Leaders, all American oh Tiger. Well, it's the eighty-second all American. It's the eighty-second along with the third armored cavalry Tiger squadrons. So I knew it was Iraq. I knew it was the eighty-second. I just couldn't remember what it was in Iraq. All American Tiger. That couldn't have been more. Yep. It's, so this one, on this one nose, is. Yeah. We've had this one before because I recognise it. Um, operation Viking Snatch. Viking. <laughs> Viking. Darren, don't Google that. Yeah, for God's sake. Oh my God. We'll put safe search on before you do. Jesus. <laughs> oh, is that a helmet? Uh, yeah. Um, or are you just pleased to see All helmets are not a thing, yes. Uh... Uh, if you can guess the war, I'll give you the point. Oh, it's oh an my... invasion of Iraq, isn't it? Yeah, but which one? The uh, uh, first uh, one. Oh, it's about weapon smuggling. So I'm going to say it's the second one. Okay. Oh, weapon smuggling. It's not Cuban Missile Crisis, is it? Cuban Missile Viking Snatch in Cuba. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's uh, said... the Iraqi war to stop weapon smuggling. Um, um, I feel like I've been duped there. Uh, it's, during the mission, troops had to use an off-road vehicle developed by the company Viking. They used to use something called a snatch strap pretty often, which is a rope used to pull stuck vehicles out of the sand, and hence, hence apparently the name. Jesus. Um, okay, so question five. Operation Menu, which Me- featured operations breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, and dessert. Not, I'd hate to be part of Operation Snack. That's rubbish. Operation, Operation Lemonsies. The, the clue <laughs> is... Mike 
uh, Everest's terrain, latest terrain piece. Okay. Oh, I know what this is then. This is um, B-52 bombing of Cambodia. Yes. Oh, my God. Point to Gryffindor. Good. I know this cast. Look, I was reading the entry of B-52 a couple of days ago. I think it just about stuck in my head. Nice. Yeah, 1969 bombing missions against Cambodia. But we never dropped bombs on Cambodia, obviously. (laughs) They were involved in the war. Was there an Operation Hobbit menu? With just like 15 more operations underneath. I don't it's heard a second I, war crime. We've, we've had one bombardment. Yes, Pip. What about a repeat bombardment? Exactly. Um, question six. Operation Toenails. <laughs> what? I, I will refer to you. These are all legitimate operation names. Operation Toenails. Well, a name um, like that, it's got to be a British operation. <laughs> it is during World War II. I'll give you the war. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I'm guessing I've never heard of this. I've no idea. You're never going to guess this. Uh, it was the Allied invasion of New Georgia during World wow. War II. Oh, called... in 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 the Far East? Uh, no, New Georgia. Well, not yeah, Far New East, Georgia's... but East. New, New Georgia's near Samoa? Yeah, it's part oh, of the it? hopping, isn't it? Yeah. Well, there we go. Yes, Far, Far East. No, Solomon Islands. Solomon? Operation Samoa. Toenails. The, the meaning has been lost to time. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Frankly. Um, opera- uh, question seven. Operation Frequent Wind. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, and the clue to this is the book that I gave Lee for Christmas. So it's oh, Vietnam. Vietnam. Oh. Is, um, it the, is it the um, first of Frequent Buzzing. Wind? Hold on. Is it um, airborne operation into Danang? Not Danang. Um, <sighs> ba, 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 what's it called? This is, this is top, uh, we top, were, so, top we were radio. soldiers. BNPU? BNPU? Oh, DMBNPU. Not over to Duncan for the steel. Operation Frequent Wind, Vietnam. The only thing I can think, think of is they. I don't know when it was, but they, didn't they get like the. Again, another embassy thing. Didn't they like evacuate loads of people on helicopters from the capital city of Saigon? Uh, Saigon. Saigon! Pointed. Oh, is that really Slytherin? That is. It is the 1975 military operation to evacuate at-risk all... Vietnamese civilians and Americans from Saigon before the fall of Saigon. On, uh, on helicopters. Yeah. Hey. Eighty-one helicopters evacuating roughly 7,000 people in the span of two days. And there's that incredible footage of the mm. South Vietnamese guy who flew his entire family out by himself from a Huey he stole <laughs> onto the deck. He, he drops them off um, and they jump out. There's nowhere for him to land. So these family jump out from the Huey onto the deck of the oh uh, carrier. And then he himself hovers out over the sea and he jumps out the helicopter and like knocks it the other direction to for the helicopter to crash one side for him to land the other. They pick him up with a raft. Absolutely Play, yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's insane. <laughs> Some incredible footage. Well, um, I, just, I was just thinking what could it possibly like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Frequent <laughs> wind. <laughs> 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 it's Brussels Always sprouts. An upset. Always an upset. Uh question uh, was this uh, nine? No, seven, eight. Question eight. Operation Chattanooga Choo Choo. Chattanooga Choo Choo. <laughs> this is a legit operation name. Chattanooga Choo Choo. Well, it's definitely an American operation with a name like that. Oh, it's got to be, yeah. Uh, yep, correct, correct. Um, 
Is it a, a aerial resupply of Da Nang during Vietnam? It is not <laughs> an aerial resupply. I think I'll give you an extra clue. Think about the oh. Chattanooga Choo Choo song and the era that's in. That's a World uh, War Two ish. World War Two ish. Chattanooga. I don't know. Is it the bombing of the remaining oil fields? It is not. It is the uh, plan to bomb German railways in 1944 and attempt to stifle Nazi labour. <laughs> it is really? that literal. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I went literal last time I went around. I, couldn't, I didn't think it was gonna be two in a row. God, Chattanooga Choo so that Someone yeah. wasn't thinking that. That was like definitely a hungover day, wasn't it? What are we gonna call this? I don't know. Train set. I do. Um, this uh, question nine, I think. Uh, Operation Demon Digger. Demon. Which is another more modern conflict. But I say this has got to be like War and Terror era, yeah. War and Terror era. Um, is it something to do with Australians because of the digger? It is not. Oh, okay. It's not. It's so weird because it doesn't really reference anything. Um, oh. It's to do with uh, weapon caches around a river. So oh god, I've got no idea. Tigress. Oh, Lee, straight in there. It's recovering weapon caches along the Tigress River. Well done, Lee. So point two. Point. Uh, and then question ten, the final question of the round. Operation Beaver Cage. <laughs> right. Is, is this going to be oh, one that Darren knows? We've had this, we've had like we've had this before. We we've have. definitely had this before. I think we had Coxer and Ben in, in fits about this. Yeah. <laughs> is this a Canadian operation in Iraq? It is not. It is back to uh you can't know, man, because you weren't there. Is it Vietnam again? Yep. All right. Beaver cave. I've got nothing. It's not the river riverings because they're all game wardens. It's not. If you can think about the nature of, if you can name that it's an attack against uh, the Viet Cong forces in a particular. Uh, Mekong Delta. It's not the Mekong Delta, Lee. I'll okay. give you one last guess. Ho Chi Minh Trail. It's not the Heichman Trail, it is the attack against the underground tunnels. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Many entrances are underwater, it's hard to get in. Well, it's, think about it, literally, it might, oh, okay. you know, beavers like go tunnels, yeah. and there's the ledges, you can't get in unless you're underwater. So it's a 1967 attack, helicopters attack against uh, growing Viet Cong forces in underground tunnels. And that oh, is cool. my weirdly named, genuine military <laughs> operations and that what they bizarre. were for. Let's go around. Well, double point. So we both end that with four points, which puts me on 15. I'm, I'm shocked. I'm Eddie shocked on and eight. And Duncan opens the scoreboard with four. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> We've only had one round. Yeah. Oh, yeah we'll do my round and then we'll finish with um, Duncan's. Sure. Okay, so we'll do double points for this because it's only re- really five questions. Yeah, that balances out. Okay. Um, but it's higher or higher or lower. And if remember, I did this last year with um, anti- World War Two anti-tank weapons. Oh. Well, this year it's going to be Team Yankee era um, missiles or projectiles. Projectile oh. vomiting. Yeah. So it's starting off. So basically, we're going to start with a Hellfire AGM one one four Hellfire with a peak velocity of four hundred and fifteen meters per second. Okay, we did peak. Peak, yeah, peak the velocities. next one will be basically yeah, max, it's basically max velocity. Where I've, okay, well, and the next one you have to guess higher or lower on the next one. So next one is the AT4 spigot. 
I'm going to say lower. Which one's the spigot? It's the modern one that's carried by like the BTR infantry in um, Team Yankee. Oh, okay. It's not the one on the... Uh, oh, no, oh, it's a Spandrel. Saga. Oh, yeah, so that's an AT, that's the AT3 Saga. I'm still yeah. sticking with lower. I'm going to say it's lower. Okay. No. What was the spigot? What was that? Sorry, what was the Hellfire? 400. So, hellfire with 450 meters per second. All right, no, no. Oh, can I retcon? You oh, can I, if you want. I, I think the spigot is faster. Okay. I I will say it's lower. Yeah, it's slower. It's slower. It is slower. 126 oh, meters yay! per second. Oh, I was you shouldn't have changed. You shouldn't have changed. I should, I should start my convictions. <laughs> Hobby butterfly strikes again. Okay, okay, so we got higher or lower than a spigot. So now we're now at 186. Next okay. one is the Carl Gustafs FFE 551B HE round. Oh my god! Which will go out to a kilometre. But is it, does it do it at faster than 186 meters a second? Correct. Well, it's an HE round, so usually they're a bit lobby, aren't they? They are very lobby. Oh, they're a bit lobby. Um, like Matrix I'm... lobby, like bing! I'm going to say... F... <laughs> I'm going to say far... faster. I'm going to say faster. I am going to say faster as well. Because 100... No, wait. Are we... Peak velocity, not average. <laughs> I believe this is its maximum velocity. Maximum so, velocity. So with the Carl Gustav... So, right, just clarify, this is... On the Carl Gustav, because it's like really a recoilless rifle, this is its muzzle velocity. Muzzle velocity of a Carl Gustav, 186 metres, I would say, is more than 186 metres. And Duncan, you said faster as well, didn't you? I, I did. I did. You're both correct. It goes at oh. 255 metres per second. Oh, bloody hell. I mean, that is, I guess that is more. That's, not, that's quite a few. <laughs> quite yeah. 70 metres a second more. That's uh, faster than I can run, that's for sure. Okay. Next up. <laughs> Is the M72 Law faster or slower? That's, that's the um, man pack. Um, 72 mil. So, yeah, the plastic one that pops out and the sights pop up. and It's the plastic uh, counterfaust. Mm-hmm. I'm going slower. I'm, slower? I'm going yep. to go faster. Slower. So, Eddie, you're going slower. Duncan, yep. you're going faster. Yep. Its peak velocity is 145 meters per second. Oh, yes. slower. It's a little fadumpf. And then it's gone. Okay, next up is the AT9 Spiral 2. That's got to be faster. That's got to be faster. It's got to be faster. Straight in, yep. 550 meters per second is faster. (laughs) Swoosh! And the Panther's gone. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, next up is Milan 2. Keeping the the, twos. So the last one was 550, right? So is a Milan missile faster than 550? No. I'm going slower. I'm going to go fast. No. Mm. No, I'm going to go slower, I think. Because it's it another man go slower. Weapon. It's 200, 200 meters per second. Because yeah. it's, it's got oh, really? a lot going on with seeking and triangulating mm. things. So if you And it doesn't need the velocity to kill. Just I, I just get to the right I, place. I was just going on the premise that it was another man-packed one, and the man-packed one seemed to be quite slow. <laughs> well, it's because they go too fast. They take out the gunner. <laughs> That's it. They, 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 well, well you've got, you got to have enough. It's, if it goes too quickly, you just can't keep up with aiming it. So, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Um, right, so there you go. So you both finished with um, eight points each. Woo! Oh. Tied so it Eddie, out. Eddie, you're now on 16 and in the lead. 
And Oof. Duncan, you're now on 12 points. Oh, well, third place. It's but obviously, haven't, well. haven't only not done a round, so. Well, this is it. it's funny that you've, you've said about the last year's quiz because my uh, other round is all about muzzle velocities. <laughs> okay, so is this the last round, isn't it? It is. I, I've got 20 questions on muzzle velocities. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. God. And, and it's, all, <laughs> it's all higher or lower then. Right, so we're going to go into this last round with yes. a point between us, Eddie. <gasps> oh, I was going to say it between us, Lee. Well, this will sort the man from the boys. Is that a point? Is that a point in your pocket? You're just pleased to see me. It's, it's a pointing pocket. <laughs> that way. Yeah. Well, it's a point in hand to you. So you know, it's a... a point in the hand is where two in the bush. In the bush. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Doug. What are we doing? Okay, so um, the next round is uh, it's actually muzzle velocities, and these are all. Uh, I think they're all World War Two. The majority, mm-hmm. are, at least, are World War Two weapons, but they're across all nations this time. Oh, fun! Yeah, so uh, we'll start off with, um, and I'll give you the the the, the, the baseline. And what would the what do we think the baseline gun's going to be? The best uh, gun of World pounder? War Two, the twenty-five pounder. <laughs> yeah. So the what, British H two anti tank. Oh my Ooh. god! I mean, how many charges? Uh, one of drunken disorderly. Yeah, exactly. We're not playing. We're not playing this game with anymore with Lee. I'm going to take my twenty-five pounder and go home. Lee um, Hermani Parnell. Exactly. I think, uh, I think you'll find. Um, I don't know. It just says ordnance QRF. Uh, sorry, QF twenty-five pounder, uh, five hundred and thirty-two meters per second. Okay. So five hundred and thirty-two meters per second. It's all meters. We're not doing any of that. Must be a shot then. Yeah, it's not yeah. yeah. So the next one is the Japanese Type ninety five Go Ha thirty seven millimeter Type ninety four gun. Thirty seven millimeter. Thirty seven mil. Is that got a higher muzzle velocity than a twenty five pounder? But you said Type ninety five. It's a Type ninety five tank, so it's the Type ninety five oh, Go Ha okay. tank. It's the Type ninety four thirty seven mil gun in that tank. I will I'm go faster. Me too. It is faster. It's faster just. It's 575 metres per second. So only just fast. <laughs> <laughs> this little dump around. Pop. Pop. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, a 25-pounder lad. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is the British Ordnance QF 75mm gun. Has that got a higher or slower muzzle velocity than a Type 94 37mm? Slower. Again, it's going to depend what you're firing. I'm going to go oh, slower. God. God. <laughs> Hold on, where's my where's my fun sponge? I must. Woo! It's a it's a it's a it's a low. It's always been classed as a low velocity gun, so I'm going to go slower. Okay. Um. Actually, it's 620 meters per second. Yeah. So this it's faster. One. Uh, yeah. That's the uh, it's the one off the, the Cromwell as well. Yeah. No, oh, fake news then. Uh, fake. Yeah. British British propaganda. Fake news, Nothing. yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so the next one is the Italian Canon de 4732. Faster. So the 47 mil, is that faster or slower than the, the, the 620 of the Ordnance? Oh, it's got to be faster. Surely. Oh. Surely. Barely. It's 630 metres per second. Barely still counts. It does. <laughs> 10 metres per second faster. I was I was surprised by that. That's, yeah, for a, to go from a 40... 
what, 45 to a 75 mil? 47 to a, yeah, 75. 47, mil. 47 to a, that's, that's, <laughs> the size of the shell is uh, significantly larger. <laughs> <laughs> and it's only exiting slightly slower. Um, yeah. Okay, so the next one is the United States Browning 50 caliber machine gun. Is that a higher Ooh. or lower than the Canon, the 4732? No. Easy, faster. Oh, I'm not sure. Faster, um, faster, faster. It was originally an anti tank round, wasn't it, the BMG? Um, yeah, but at that point in the war, everything was an anti tank round. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this Webley revolver. Oh, it's an anti tank weaponry. <laughs> I've got a sock. Take with that. I've got a sock I, with a cue ball in it. Yeah. I'm going to go fast because I'm pretty sure it does go supersonic. It, yes. It, it's 890 meters per second. Yeah. Boom. I was surprised by that as well. It's like Jesus, that's yeah, that's Don't moving. And, and so here's the thing, right? So you're firing a 50 cal, 800. What was it? 42? 890. Yeah. 890 meters. So nearly a kilometer a second. Yeah. And yet you still the speeds defending. If you're in a B17, defending against oncoming aircraft, the closing speeds are so high you still have to lead ahead of where yeah. the plane's going to be. At like four hundred yards, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a fact that it's, a, it's, a, it's used on the aircraft. Maybe think it has to be a high velocity. You, know, you can't have a slow bullet. It would be useless. That <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just lobbing well, them the, out there. there yeah. was, what was the what was the plane that shot itself down? Was it a Mirage or something? I, I know um, a Tiger fighter post Cold War shot itself down in a dive. Yeah, that's a very famous story about Out, it. Outrun its own bullets. Flew into that's its ridiculous. own. <laughs> flew into its own ammunition. <laughs> That's Past a court martial offence. It um, basically pulled up, pulled up, and by pulling up, it basically caught up the bullet in the parabolic. And... <laughs> okay, so uh, question six: another US gun, the 155 millimeter M1 gun. Has like oh, fa- faster or slower? Slower, but 100 percent times cooler. It is slower, but it, it's 853 meters per what? second. What? Oh yeah. wow. That's a 155 that... shell. Yeah, that's what what the fudge? Oh, that's why it's automatic firepower. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. There's nothing left. There's nothing left. It doesn't. It doesn't have time to detonate. It just goes through the, through the tank that you hit. Well, that's that's mm. what I thought for for a M12. large artillery piece. That's oh that's moving. Uh, so far, we're drawn. We're drawn on four a piece at the moment. So. Um, question seven: The uh, German 7.5 centimeter pack forty. Compared to a one uh, an M twelve, compared to an M one uh, one fifty five gun, which is doing eight fifty three, pack forty, Faster. high velocity round, smaller, I'm going to go faster as well. It is it's slower. It's seven hundred ninety oh! meters per second. Seven hundred, like, like by yeah. a magnitude slower. <laughs> I know, and half the size of round. Is it yeah. is it in the movie Fury? So it makes that weird whistling that, noise, which takes velocity out of the round. That quite possibly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Question eight: Another U.S. gun. It's the thirty-seven millimeter M3 gun. Slower. You think it's slower than seven hundred ninety meters per second from the Pack Forty? Yeah, because it's earlier. So the tech isn't quite. There. And also, the cartridge is smaller, so you're not going to get as much power out of it. That's so true. It's, it's a little piddly. Yeah, slower. Thank you, thank you, Lee. How gentlemanly of you. It's faster, it's, isn't it? It's faster. It's oh, faster. no! <laughs> it's 884 metres per second. You traitor, Lee. So it is well, absolutely I'm moving. I'm not either. So, you know, but we've both been the same. You win this by default because you're pretty ahead of me. 
<laughs> but I was again. That was another one. I was pretty amazed at. I was like, "That's that's moving." That is a yeah. for a little yeah. popper. Um, question nine: the Japanese Type ninety seven anti tank rifle is what was the last number? Sorry, eight eight four meters per second. Eight hundred and eighty four meters a second rifle. Yep. I'm gonna go faster. I'm gonna go slower. It is slower. It's 750 yeah. meters per second, which is still yeah, bloody. Yeah. That's still moving. It's still quick, yeah. but it's not as big a cartridge. That's correct. It's not so, as mass. That's the problem. Is, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so the next one, question 10. The Soviet uh, 122 millimeter howitzer, the M1938 M30. So that's the 122 mil. Uh, how it's that's on like the SU one two two and slower, slower. Yeah, it's four. It's four hundred and seventy meters per second. Walking pace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it casually strolls up to the door, knocks. They say, "Who is it?" And he says, "I don't care," and explodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you say that. Question eleven is the German fifteen centimeter Stu forty three L twelve, also known as the gun off the Stu. No. The it's Brumba? a fifth Brumba. That's Brumba. right. Is that faster or slower than um, the one twenty two? Four hundred and seventy. Four seventy. Four seventy per second. I'm trying to visualize it. I would say it's marginally faster. Lee? I said faster. No, it's a good stodgy two hundred and eighty meters what? per second. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, one, that one rolls out of the beer hall. It barely leaves the barrel. <laughs> Thuds down the steps. That one, just sort of... 200... 280. <laughs> so, the, and the next one is the French gun. It's a cannon de infantry, the 37 model, 1916. Okay. I'll give you a hint. So this is the French Cannon de Infantry, the 37 model 1916. I believe this is the gun of the H39. <laughs> oh, well. I'm going to go slower. Uh, no, go faster. Faster. It's got to be faster. It can't be slower than 200, <laughs> 200, 200 yeah. you know, two metres a second or whatever. Yeah. That 280 metres a second, yeah. It is faster, It's but it's barely. It's 367 metres per second. <laughs> oh, wow. With a tiny little 37 mil round as well. Okay, so the next one, question 13, is the German 75, uh, 7.5 centimeter uh, Legette's Infantry Schutzen 18. So that's the infantry gun. The Puppenschutzen. Yep. Is oh. that faster or slower than the Hotchkiss what, 37, which was six, uh, 367? I go slower. It is It is slower. It's 210 yes. meters per second. 210. I did, yeah, we both yeah, did. Okay. 210 metres per second. Again, just flopping just... out of the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> just a great, a ungainly flopping out of the uh, out of the barrel. Okay, uh, question 14. Uh, in honour of the upcoming Berlin books, the Soviet 203mm howitzer, the M1931. That's the self-propel one. Yes. That's the... The self-propelled, isn't that the big truck, the tracked one? Correct. 
So is that bigger, uh, sorry, is that faster or slower than the 210 meters per second? Slower. Faster. It is, it's faster. It's 607 meters per Whoa! second. Right. Which, again, it slightly it surprising. Brings it equal for this round, but still leaves me a point behind. Okay. <laughs> Next question. The Romanian 75 millimeter Rosita model 1943. And the, the number is 600. 607 meters per second. And this is a 75 mil Romanian gun. Correct. What is this the one off the um, tank destroyer? Uh, yes. Faster. Faster. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, it's 1,030 metres per second. Yep, there we go. 1,000? <laughs> I was like, For a kilometre a second. Yep. Uh, here's one. The next one. The British Ordnance QF 17-pounder non-APDS round. So APCB. Y- yes. <laughs> Just say yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to go slower. I think it would be less than 1,000. Yeah, it's slower. It's 880 metres per second. Get in. So, yeah, the Romanian's packing some serious wallop there. That's a a bit of a velocity there. Yep. A kilometre a second. So, uh, and to to counter that uh, 17 pounder, we got the German 8.8 centimetre pack 43. What do you reckon to the pack 43? Uh, Over 800 faster. Yeah, it's going to be faster. Got to be faster. It's correct. It's one thousand and thirty meters per second. <laughs> I know, I know a, it's centipede doesn't take it until it gets the sabo rounds. That is a big old bet. Yeah, I think it compar- when you put the APDS in the seventeen pound, I think it's comparable. I think it's basically mm. over a thousand. Yeah. I think it's twelve hundred actually. Twelve hundred meters. You get all the oomph, but then the mass just rapidly drops down, doesn't it? As the sabo yeah. falls off. Uh, the next one is the US M three ninety millimeter gun. Is that faster or slower than the Pack forty three? The 90 mil. Correct. The M3 version, so it's the last iteration of the 90 mil as well. I'm going to go faster. <clears throat> I'm going to go slower, only differentiate and hopefully get a point. <laughs> Tactical. It is slower. It's 823 no! meters per second. <laughs> it's all, it uh, brings overall score to a draw at the moment. <laughs> okay, so we've got two questions left. This could, this could end in an embarrassing draw. Okay, the last, uh, so the penultimate question. The Italian Canon de ninety slash fifty three. So that's the 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 one that's on the Semaventi, the ninety. Semaventi, and and the the number before is eight twenty three. Eight twenty three. Uh, I'm going to regret this, but I'm going to say faster. Oh, I was going to say faster too, but that doesn't help. <laughs> but you could you <laughs> could you could say faster and then take it to the final question, Eddie. Yeah, I'm going to say faster. It is faster. It's 850 metres per second. Oh, not by as much as I thought it would be, though. No, it's quite, it's Longer quite barrel. close. It's yeah. quite a big barrel, yeah. It's fifty. Well, L53, I think. so. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is the deciding question, and, and rightly so. It comes down to this. Are you ready? It's British. It's the boys' anti-tank rifle Mark II. <laughs> <laughs> the war-winning weapon that was the boys' anti-tank rifle. Is that faster or slower than the Italian... Faster. Slower. It's 884 metres per second. It's faster. Yes! (laughs) And he wins by a point. 
Boom, uh, baby. So final score to... Eddie wins with a boy's anti-tank rifle. What a story. <laughs> so that puts me on 28 and Eddie on 29. Boom, baby. That's <laughs> uh, so a good question there, Duncan. Well that done. was amazing. Thanks, bud. No worries. Uh, next year, oh. I think I'll, I'll just... I'll be question mark, so I'm quite happy with that. It, uh, it worked out quite well. <laughs> For right. Oh, there you go. Well done, well done, Eddie. I'll, I'll be Mary Amos and extend my congratulations. That's the only thing I'll win for the uh, the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, no Christmas Eve travel pursuit. So. No. <laughs> it was Harry Potter, and I lost that too. Oh God. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't do the drinking Harry Potter I was going to originally. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. So we're going to enough answers. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's why I was bringing up my phone. I think that was the reason. Um, right, there's Darren talking about Games Workshop, Guildford. Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, God. I've got it. I've got it here. All right, okay. Um, the esteemed Martin Tur- agent Martin, Martin Turner, no relation, um, asks... <laughs> Man, that reference, I like it. Huh? No, doubt hard. Oh, they didn't, they, okay. Agent Johnson and Johnson, no, no relation. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, the ultimate Christmas movie. Question, question mark. Yes. Double Q. Q, question mark. Question, question. What's the best mid-war points amendment and what's the worst? Okay. So this is the new point. So I didn't realise there's a PDF consolidating all of the changes. So (laughs) So you went through everything bit by bit like I I was going to do. I was just just clicking around. I was just clicking. Just clicking it about. Oh, uh, yes, I was just clicking it. and uh, But I did stumble across, because I was looking at them anyway, for the points value, uh, SU-122s. SU-122s oh, are really? fabulous. Yeah, fabulous now. They are five points a vehicle. So they're dirt cheap, um, I think, compared to, to some of the other options. They've got is this, a, this is the assault gun on a T-34 chassis, right? Correct. They're front armor five, mm-hmm. side armor five, but they've got a 122 right. mil gun on them. Yeah. And it's just... It, they're just better. Like you only need three, so it's fifteen points. So they're a decent. They're decent against um, anti tank. They're very, very good barrage. I think they're a two plus barrage. Um, so yeah, you just. I think they're a big winner because you can also have them in that mixed. I had a look at the mixed um, self propelled gun company. Yeah. You can have them and seventy six mil the SU seventy sixes as a formation, um, and you only need one of each. To, for it to be a minimum size one, and you know that's that's pretty pretty chunk, pretty chunky. Um, I think they're they're they've gone from being absolutely what the hell is this to um, oh okay um, because again this it's the self propelledness like they always be barraging um, always be barraging well uh, yeah uh, and they the armor's good the armor's decent that that would be my uh, <laughs> my feeling. I'm not sure about worst. I, I still think that there's work to be done on the um, Panzer threes and fours. I know they've come down uh, quite a bit, but yeah. yeah, I mean, and the Panther still 15 points to take, even though it's green. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it feels like... yeah. Sorry, I was, I was going to go on to. It, it, I didn't know they haven't changed the Panthers at all. It has gone down. I think it's it, it's listed now as going as being basically 15 points to tank. 
I can't quite remember what their um, points was. But That's the thing. I would have liked the, the old points to be able to be like, oh, it's gone down by this much. So basically, to... at, the start, yeah, at, the start of that, at the start of the actual PDF, it just lists, it lists plus or minuses, basically. Yeah. It didn't but say not the how much. Yeah. So the Panthers uh, listed as a minus going down. I yeah. get, I, basically, I mean, all the tank destroyers went up and all the um, tanks went down, is basically what it feels like with the Germans. Which is um, fine. And I mean, I was looking at my the list I took to the um, North Africa tournament at the start of the year, yeah. and what was a hundred point list is now a ninety six point list, hmm. mainly because the catch their um, catch of twenty five pounders obviously went down, and their um, they went up, didn't they? Panzers went, went sorry, yeah, they went up, and the pan the panzers went down. Yeah, but the the other thing about the twenty five pounders is them going up's fine, but I don't think that the one hundred and five has come down enough to make it like it's still not viable. Yeah, what's yeah. one hundred and five now? It's fourteen, I think. Yeah, and the, and the catch of twenty five is only sixteen. I still take six. I still still take catch yeah. twenty five. It, it, it might be twelve actually. It might be twelve points actually, rather than. But it's still a point a more uh, a point a gun more to have twenty five pounders, which are mm. rate of fire two, anti tank nine, three up firepower direct. Uh, yeah, I, it's just not that good. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, my big loser is the fact that the like one hundred and five Americans didn't move. Yeah, and it was like, oh, because I, I, I bought well, mainly because I bought a platoon super cheap, hoping that they would get a massive points drop <laughs> um, to make them worth taking over priests. But they really don't. No. Um, but the winner, well, I, well, personal winner for me is the Shermans, the American Shermans, because yes, they they dropped by a point, but that means in a hundred point force, you can now have what have I got uh, thirteen of them. So you can take like, you know, three platoons of yeah. four, HQ of one. That also gives you the 8mm mortars, the 75mm assault guns, recce, and a full platoon of infantry. I mean, some of them I just find odd. Like the like the, the Hornice going up. I didn't think the Hornice was bad. <laughs> it was just, like as in, it was just expensive before it did and it died. So hmm. I don't think it needed necessarily to tweak. I mean, this, this is the good thing. You never they... really saw anyone take them in mid-war. Yeah. No. Well, no, we didn't. But then that's the thing to remember is it's not just our corner of the globe. No, 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 and I, I completely appreciate that. Um, it's just that I just it just seems like contrary to my to my headspace, if you like that. Even things like the Ferdinand, which were really expensive, got no machine gun. Yes, they've got a mental front armor, but they've gone up again. And I, again, I don't I don't know if that was a problem. Like I didn't I I don't think they were you know running roughshod over people. Mm-hmm. So it seems like everything everything's been tweaked almost. That, I mean, that's is that because of the terrain? Is that because of the boards we play on? P- possibly, you know. Um, and and a more open border Hornice is going to ruin anyone's day because they can't even survive to get in the side armor. I was. We play with a bit more terrain. A bit it's more just generally the Hornice is massively overkill versus yes. anything you can face <laughs> yeah. at well, the moment. Yeah. The other unless you're I'd... playing, unless unless I mean, there is the other thing to say, boys. We play red and blue. You mean? Yeah. I'm sorry. There's another way to play. Yeah. No. I get. I know. <laughs> I know. There, there, Duncan. I mean, no. I'll admit. I wish I had a Hornesis when Nathan bought those KV fives. <laughs> yeah, KV fives. He bought those to table. That was like That's sweet. definitely a yeah. Hornese would have been really handy about then. But yeah. I mean, a Hornese would wreck a tiger hmm. any day of the week, and then you'd be kind of going, yeah. well, "Oh crap." The, the Hornice Hornies is now, I believe it was eight points before, it's now nine points. So two of them is 18 points. For two, kill anything on the board, 
shots. Yeah, they that they, hit they, on sixes. Uh, yeah, veteran concealed at range. Yeah, I mean, the, the other thing I would have liked to have seen actually that has not changed is the um, is the stukers. Stukers have stayed exactly the same. They're not going up or down. Nah, see, I stukers are a, a sleeper hit. No. <laughs> Because Are the they? bomb Stukas messed up my uh, Americans, even with the fifty cal AA. Oh no, I'm not saying they're not good. I'm just saying that the that the the cannon one is like fifteen points or something. 14 oh, the cannon, points. yeah, the cannon one's too. Expensive. So it would, been, it would have been nice to see that perhaps get tweaked. I'm glad all the captured stuff went up. I love captured kit, but it shouldn't be better than the. I, I do have I do have to reference the Absolutely. fact they said. The points list is totally balanced and still gives great games, but here's a load of changes to make the games more balanced. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was it was a real um, yeah. Uh, a very oh, I think I think what they meant to say was that they're still fine still, to play with. They're still fine to. Well, I think it's more a case of that. Yes, you know, German Germans won't always lose to Americans. Because there are lists in the German art, you know, the Germans aren't also lose faction. But to win, you need to use forces that we don't necessarily want to, you know, don't want everyone to be running armored car span. Yeah. So what, people run armored car span in the mid war. Get out. Yeah, I know. Terrible, isn't it? People run armored... we... Some people, Duncan, run armored car span in late war with crocodiles oh, no. and uh, M10s. <laughs> oh, they're, they're the type of people just they're the worst. In... Yeah, you just junk punch them at that point. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and then and and <laughs> they take the bloody uh, resistance forces as well. Terrible, oh, terrible people. Honestly, um, why did they upgrade my Dianas? Why are that my Dianas more expensive now? Why you little carriers get more expensive? Yeah, because they're the scout. Because they're too cheap. When you run them in a formation, but what, for that, what they, formation? <laughs> they're just too cheap. I mean, you just spam because they sit there and you take what three of them in a motor platoon. Yeah, it's three, yeah, three in a motor platoon, and then you're unbreakable. Ever... Great, I'm now unbreakable. I hide these at the back of the board or in reserve, and they never even come on the board. Just make them a point more expensive. Stop that. Well, it helps. <laughs> it doesn't stop it. It helps. So the thing to yeah, we discussed this before. The thing to note here, this is version one. This is a living rule set they're going to yeah, review. Yeah, it's going to get tweaked. And they yeah. haven't gone too crazy. They've just done some nice changes and put it out in the world. We'll see what happens. And then if there's other units they need to adjust, hopefully they'll take that on board. Or there'll be a mechanism for them to capture that. And they'll adjust them a little bit more. My, um... And that, that itself is really positive. And I, mm. it's a huge step change in... The way that Battlefront has previously approached points, absolutely, yeah, and it's got, it's, that be... is fantastic to see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because yeah, it does. It, I, you know, I try my best to straddle the fence between oh, just to bring what you want versus competitive. You know, bring what you want. Say this, so we'll do this. <laughs> yeah, competitive tank conga, as it were. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hi Mark. Oh hi Mark. Competitive tank conga. Yeah. I did not. I did not hit her. Um that's a rim reference for the movie Buffs Amongst You. Okay. Um So I I kinda like seeing both sides of the fence and I like seeing you know, I'm trying my best to walk that fine line between the two. Uh and, and I can see both sides have valid arguments here. And it's I, nice to see Battlefront trying to do something that does 
replicate both ends of the, the hobby spectrum, as it were. I, I'm extremely pleased about this because I was advocating for living points on Forces Forever. So I, I'm yes, I, I'm just yeah, do it, move it now. I'll have it all. I'll have it tweaked every month, every three months, every six months, whatever it is, because it just gives them flexibility. It also keeps it fresh, right? I mean, it also keeps it the fact that you kind of go, oh, actually, now I always wanted to do a company of you know Panzer threes, and now actually they kind of, well, not now, but at some point they may make more sense and be like, nah, they're never going to make sense. Quote unquote meta. Mm-hmm. My 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 favorite actually. So uh, I know I said the SU one two two, but the other thing I quite liked for my Italian stuff, um, as in for Italy, but they're German troops because <laughs> that's how we roll. Um, the uh, Hock and Deutschmeister um, Semaventi Longs, the seventy five mils, they've come down. They're now four points uh, a, a vehicle, I think, or six points a vehicle. Right. So you can get um, quite a chunk of them. Uh, I think six of them's thirty six points, and they're all like eighty ten. Which in mid war is just, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. take take it off. Six. So the, the... Mm-hmm. Well, it's an ambushing unit. Six M of NT long. Oh, you're just dirt. You're broken. You've gone too far over that fence, Duncan. Come back. Come back. No, so I just be, I just been looking at my British force. I'm looking at the Germans. I haven't really looked at my Brits. I just realised my shirt, my my free RTR in like Tunisia. Yeah. The shirt, the Shermans come down. What was a hundred point formation is now ninety three points. That's quite yes. So I've just been looking. I've been playing around with it. I dropped um, a second troop of universal carriers. Yeah. And I dropped um, the Crusader two and threes from three three sixes and one two to two twos and a six. Okay. I'm uh, squeezing a rifle platoon. And does that feel a bit more? It feels more right. Yeah, it feels, feels more right. A, yeah. And that is all we can ask for, really. And what it does mean is that with the universal carriers now being the same points as the armored cars, I'm more. I'm now thinking about dropping the universal carriers and putting armored cars in because armored cars look cooler. Yeah. Uh, you know, so for me, it's kind of like. It's fantastic they've done this. I get a little bit excited when they roll it out to late war. Because, like you guys said, you know, oh, we're at late war. We're there. We're at the end of the war. What's next? Mm-hmm. And I don't Career. want to start. I don't want to start again. Career. <laughs> version Career. 4. Yeah, you know, this version 4 is a really good rule set. Mm-hmm. Other than, you know, yes, I wish Recky lifting onto ground. I want that to come back. But that doesn't need to be a huge change. You know, a new version change doesn't need that. There's nothing, you know, it's a lot more streamlined. But I'm spitballing here. Does this give him a chance to put in some of the the the, the weirder and wackier units without worrying that if they mess it up, they can't wreck on it? Mm, I don't think it allows them to do that. I think it allows them to, where they've been fairly adamant they would never go back and revisit points during an addition. It gives them that flexibility to go back. I don't. Mm. I think. I think it gives them the capacity to to play around with that a bit more. Um, but in terms of new units, I can't. I can't see it. I, just, I, I think that would just come from. All that needs to be is a command part of card pack. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they can release a command. They can go back and go. Oh, I want to do. You know, because in version three we had all those PDF lists yep. of very specific things. They can go do that without the fear that they're painting themselves into a corner by making an Uber list by accident. 
Yeah, well, and that's what Living Point should be doing. It's that thing of if no one's using it, it's probably costed too high, and if everyone's using it, it's probably costed too low. Yeah, there's a reason twenty five pounds were always the German artillery of choice. What I'm really saying is, I want my glider assaults back. <laughs> the Flanderstern. Oh, there you go. Who's playing? Who's playing the um the bingo? So, <laughs> someone, someone's someone's enjoying that. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot, skeet hobby bingo. Yeah, so I think I think we need to have a look at these as well and play some games because um, they're interesting, and I I do like what they've done. And I, quite, quite frankly, they could they could have completely screwed this up and gone mental, um, and it wouldn't have mattered because they yeah, could... been very conservative. It is interesting that I do know that the the um, Graham Clacker of the Bunshot Boys, who had his own the Bunshot, yeah, he was curating the Bunshot rule set. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't talked to him. Oh. Even though he's, even though he said, "Oh, you know, I'm here and, and whatever," which I can only, I, even the message didn't get through. In which case, talk to Graham Clacker from the Bunshot Boys. Email me and I'll Battlefront and I'll I'll get you in touch because, you know, he's got stuff and it. I couldn't put in my ex gaming corporate hat on. I can understand why you wouldn't want to be involved well, with IP someone. Protection yeah, stuff an like IP that, protection. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, he's not like that, and it's mm. not it's not that at all. He literally just lives to make the game good. Um, which is a, a big, a big part of ETC Team England hashtag. Oh Jesus! It's coming home. Hashtag not to New Zealand. <laughs> what was coming home? I don't know. Oh okay. Just... I'm, I'm three quarters of the way through my Christmas rum. It's it's, it's quite it's pretty good. Is it honey it's rum? It's not bee rum, no. Unfortunately. Um. So, <laughs> I mean that's that's that's. Yeah, I see if that works. Throw that out into the internet and see what happens. Um, Carl Stop Person asks a similarly related question of what do you guys think of the new dynamic points now they've been released? Are there any changes that surprise you? Yeah, all my broom bars cheaper. <laughs> why aren't there cheaper broom bars? Yeah. Where are the Lufflandishtum and why are um, Hornices so expensive? I mean, they made they made the broom bars cheaper, but come on. There was, on, I mean, yeah, there was nothing in there that was shocking in terms of like, oh, why did they do that for me? Uh, no, I don't think I don't think so at the moment. I, I, it is interesting that I don't think I saw any infantry t- teams change. No, that that is the thing. There's no infantry teams changed. Um, Which and I very think... mar- and very minimal gun team changes. Yes, it's mostly tanks. Because I'm like, when's the last time you ever saw US 105 millimeters on the board? Coming out the what now? Yep, exactly. Which is why I got a, a set really cheap off eBay, which is why I wanted them to be oh, really you too. super cheap. Yeah, no. Well, I wanted to be super cheap in the new points drop so I could take them to the ETC and be like, because <laughs> 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 what, what I'd love to happen would be that they drop the points massively. They become really competitive, but the yeah. models aren't available anymore because everywhere's sold out. And they never remade them all because the yeah, demand yeah. was so low. And they'd be the only one with 105 mil direct firing guns that are like, Half a point each. Uh, are they not? No, they're the same price. Yeah. They're more. They're still more expensive than uh, priests. Jesus, with H- all the downsides. W. Right, back on the shelf you go. Yeah, because I got <laughs> I got some for Anna as well. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, maybe they'll be good. Maybe. <laughs> Neil Poir. Oh. Anyone else got any surprises? Oh yeah, only Euler's carries went up, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't yeah, th- that was. I could see that coming. I don't think so. 
Because what were they before? Two points? Two yeah, points, two yeah. points. And they've gone to three. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it in the spec of if they were infantry models, <laughs> you know, yeah, but it's if, like... If my dad had a, you know, if my mum had a penis, she'd be my dad, so I don't know this <laughs> necessarily. Well, if, infantry are point of stand, so why is this machine gun wielding, scouting, wrecking, gone to ground, hit on fours, armoured vehicle... <laughs> Less than a point of stand. Mm-hmm. No, I, I get it. I think I think I think because I was thinking about this um, on armored vehicles it generally, and it was from a T-Water perspective. Because again, I was thinking the red eyes for my Jaegers are actually quite useful against air assault because they're not vehicles, so you can't hmm. take uh, the usual. You know, I want to fire this spiral missile at this tank and blow it to pieces. You got to try and dig out infantry, and I, th- I think that's where it comes from. Sometimes is that the perception is that you can kill an armored vehicle more easily than you can kill an infantry stand, and that is, I think that's technically true, under certain circumstances. Yeah, those circumstances don't seem to ever like materialize or materialize very infrequently. <laughs> because because you know, in an ideal world, you, your infantry would dug in and it would be taking small arms fire. And it can probably sit there for most of the game and not be bothered by that. Yeah, and it, I think the, the the idea is that the tanks are, you know, being or your armored vehicles are being hunted by tanks. The, the reality of that is that your anti tank assets are more than usually overworked, just trying to cope with actual threats rather than, you know, t- three universal carriers tootling around. <laughs> and I think that's the, that's the problem. I think there's, there's, there's this. Feeling that armor's too vulnerable against other armor. Yeah, but veterancy's my armor. Well, obviously, I mean veterancy's the best armor. Don't get hit. <laughs> In fact, the best armor is just being out of sight behind a hill somewhere. Oh, mate. <laughs> so we had, uh, speaking about being outside. There's a guy from the Necromunda campaign who was moaning about the fact that his movement eighteen. Um, guys riding giant bugs like motorcycles kept getting hit, surviving the hit but then falling off and dying through falling off their bike right. and I'm like, if you're moving 18 inches, why are they Why? how have they got line of sight to you? Yeah, yeah. You can literally be anywhere you want on the battlefield, why are you why are you even getting shot in the first place? And he said <laughs> it went, oh good point <laughs> there we go. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. That's a Gilders Ford podcaster at hashtag Lee True Love. Um. Yeah, I don't think anything, there's anything else that dramatically shocked me. I mean, I think there's certain things that have come down, and I'd, maybe they'll come down again. I think so. But you know, like you things know. like twenty mil AA, which is still a bit pants. So like the Germans. Well, I mean, the German one, yeah. Both as both are... are good. Yeah, really good. But both have always been good. Yeah. Well, especially when both are good, but not against aeroplanes. That's the thing. But they, they eat 222s two for breakfast. Why aren't they good against aeroplanes? Well, because no one takes aeroplanes. How dare you, sir? <laughs> I feel personally attacked now. I want, I want more aeroplanes. Yeah. I, you, sound I, like, you sound like me. Eddie, I'm getting stukers with cannons and bombs. I'm going to have two sets of stukers. Oh, good lad. And I nearly got some 262s for bulge. Oh, wow. They are... Oh. They are, I, they are I hot, think they're a secret... Rubbish. I think they're a secret... No, I don't know. I think they're a secret secret platoon. 
A secret was a secret platoon. Well, because they're actually well, they're, they're skill three plus, right? Yeah. So they can actually get their bombs in. Yeah, they've the got bombs an amazing save, and they've got an amazing hit on. But the bombs aren't great. They're anti tank. They're not a high yield bomb. Oh, aren't they? Ooh. Terrible. <laughs> they're not. T- I do. Not I, I do have a soft spot. I have a soft spot for the ME two sixteen because it was the first airfix kit I ever made. And my dad looked at it and said, oh, well done, son. Um, maybe we should glue the engines on the right way round. Unless you, you are an allied spy. Um, <laughs> so slave labour gets yeah, it every time. <laughs> <laughs> that was the old matchbox green. and It was green plastic and grey um, plastic. Yeah. To, yeah, good good kit. On Albert Speer's uh, production output form, that actually was 16 262s when you built it with the engines on backwards. He was very happy that day. <laughs> Everything was going swimmingly. Yeah, it's, it's the real trick is to put one on forwards and one on backwards and watch them as they spin around in circles. Whoopsie. Oh, nine. I imagine oh. production guy says it still counts as one. It still counts as, it still counts as one. God damn it. <laughs> Panzalia asks, uh, I apologise if this has already been answered in some form, but what is the team's favourite weird, huh? I guess that existed or happened strange moment in military history within oh. the scope of World War Two and Cold War. So I think I answered this on the Discord, but I'll answer it again here. Um, mine's still the, the alleged... I didn't realise it was alleged. I thought it was fact, but it's the alleged uh, Korean guy that ended up getting captured on the Normandy beaches. I can't remember After his name. After fighting now. against the Japanese and the Russians. and Exactly. He fought for three or four different... Different armies allegedly, but apparently no one. This is what this is what fascinates me now is that apparently they can't prove he existed or not. There's no source. There is there's source. absolutely no definitive record of him ever having served. No one can find him after the war, so it could be apocryphal. It could be completely just you know one of those things like the the angels of Mons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I find fa- equally fascinating. But my favorite one is the. Um... Uh, the when the German Wehrmacht teamed up with the advancing allies to defend a prisoner war camp against marauding SS. Yeah, that'll do it. Because to me, that just speaks of the fact that you have, you know, humanity. You know, you you understand that it's like, oh, okay, these guys are going to commit a war crime, and no, we're going to actually try to stop them. Um, which you know. Gives me some hope in the dark, grim future of the twenty first millennium. Yeah. <laughs> How grim, much rum have you dark. drunk? Too, too much. <laughs> Not enough. Well, I'll tell you what. My other, my other favourite one was uh, is um, Otto Keres's gunner. I can't remember his name, but he got really, really pissed off with an uh, Sturmovic on the eastern right. front in his Tiger, mm-hmm. and just started banging away with it at it with his um, main gun on the the Tiger tank. <laughs> And he's the only person with a confirmed kill. He, he <laughs> took down a, a Sturmovic with a, a yeah an eighty eight off a Tiger. Is that is that in Tigers in the Mud? Yes, yeah. I um, need to read that. I sat sat next to my bed for like the last like, ten it's a, years. It's amazing. Um, it's it's really really well, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. The eighty eight started off as a flat gun, right? So yeah. <laughs> he just got so pissed off at it buzzing them the whole time and no one doing anything about it. He just started just going right. I'm gonna kill it. That's it. There's the, the, the there's also the bazooka armed um, grasshoppers, yeah, 
Rosie oh, yeah. the Rocketer, where he literally just strapped three bazookas onto each wing strut. So he had six bazookas. And we put this little J3 Piper Cub, 90 horsepower Piper Cub, wooden fabric wing into a vertical dive <laughs> just like, and start geez. firing bazookas off. And then the other, the other, but apparently the, the reason he stopped it, um, you know, he took out a couple of tanks, but traditionally the other grasshopper pilots, so that, you know, it's a, it's a small light aircraft. There's zero protection in it. It's canvas and you're flying really low. And traditionally the Germans and the German, you know, armored units would just hide. So they wouldn't try to shoot at you. So they didn't alert their position. Yeah. Over a Piper Cub. Yeah. Over a Piper Cub. You know, because hiding's the best tactic. But mm-hmm. once this guy started rocketing them, then they were like, well, we might as well shoot him down. So all of his mates convinced him to stop yeah. because they were all getting shot at yeah, way stop. more. Like, no, 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 we want a quiet war. Just stop all this nonsense. <laughs> I think I think mine is the, um, on a very similar theme, is the Bogward with the Panzerschrecks mounted to it. It's oh, like, the, the vest let's take, we, we're desperate for, uh, we're desperate for fighting things. What we can do? Let's take this demolition vehicle and put warm explosives on it. <laughs> yeah, obviously, it's an explosive charge at the bot, at the bog wild, but yeah. So oh, was the, was the Warsaw, the Warsaw Uprising had one of the ones for me. I didn't, I didn't, I researched it after watching the movie. Um, and they captured a Bogvard. And they were like, yes, we've captured this amazing armoured vehicle and they're driving it down the street. Um, and then tragically, um, in the middle of this victory parade from the Warsaw Uprising, someone managed to find the, the detonation button. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. Yeah, terrible. Oh, God. Fireworks! Yeah, yeah a little bit. Fine <laughs> um, hands of oh, that's, that's... <laughs> It's grim. I mean, it's, it's just so, it's just so grim. It, uh, it becomes morbidly funny. It's just like <laughs> Jesus, yeah. Uh, the... To take it to Team Yankee, though, my one of my huh, I guess that happened moments. I read the um, the memoirs of a, a Sea Harrier pilot. Um, and there's two there's two bits that stand out, and the first was that they had uh, sailing down to the Falkland Islands. Mm-hmm. Um, they 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 needed to drop some SAS onto the aircraft carrier, but. They're not stopping for nothing. They've got to get to the Falkland Islands. So they drop the SAS into the sea mm-hmm. next to the aircraft carrier, and then the helicopter goes and picks them up. Um, so this guy's sitting in the mess eating breakfast on um, Hermes, HMS Hermes, the aircraft carrier, and he's eating breakfast, and this dripping wet SAS soldier walks into the officer's mess, holding his pa- soaking wet parachute, looks around, dumps his parachute in the corner and goes, nobody touched that and then leaves. And then never came back for it. <laughs> <laughs> so so for moves. six months, this salt-encrusted parachute just sat in the corner of the officer's mess. Yep. <laughs> HMS Hermes, because they weren't going to touch it. I'm not touching that. <laughs> No, you're right. Um, and then the and then the other the other stories to do with Sea Harriers um, is they the chaff dispensers for Hermes got crushed. They were putting a, a crate and they got destroyed. They got they got put stuff on top of them and they were crushed flat. So they weren't any you know um, illustrious had uh, their, that squadron had um, chaff dispensers, flare dispensers, but the the Hermes squadrons didn't. So they went down to the kitchen deck took all of the kitchen foil they could steal, <laughs> cut it into six-inch squares, and then on the back of the, the sea harrier, the air brake is this big flat paddle that hinges down mm-hmm. from the front. 
and they yes. literally just stuffed this kitchen foil mm-hmm. into the air brake and then closed the air brake to sandwich it so that if they really needed to, they could open and close the air brake super quickly and get one, you know, big spurge of kitchen foil window radar foiling, you know, chaff. Yeah. And that, and that is literally what you went to war with. Which you get away because most of the um, Argentine weapons were, were, in, were heat seekers on the aircraft and optically guided like um, t- Tiger Cat, the land version of the Sea Cat, um, sea cat missile. So radar was as important in that conflict as it would be in some other. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, radar was the only thing they had defences against because they didn't have any chat. <laughs> <laughs> That's even worse. Oh, God. No, you want flares. You said yeah, chat dispensers. They, yeah, but they only had they only had a kitchen fall. Right. No flare dispensers either. Okay. No, they, they got crushed. That's what I'm saying. They got crushed in the... Um... Right, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, that's even more brave. They, hmm. <laughs> it's it's full, a fool's hope then. So, uh, yeah, that's my two little stories from uh, from Falklands. That I just yeah. can't believe that happened. Um, Peter Pan, or Peter Serin, asks, uh, I have a question, since we have now finally, soon, have the Swedish book for Team Yankee, and every Swede will, probably, buy at least one S-Tank platoon each. <laughs> Good. If ev- What's the population of Sweden? Not enough. Not enough. Same as Brighton. <laughs> how many how many boats is that going to get, Paul? Uh, Pete, sorry, if everyone buys a SA2. Ain't enough. Um, yeah. Is there a preference to play the home team? British people playing British forces, Americans playing American forces, etc. That's a very good question. Yeah. It's a, it's a... Everyone. Yeah, I mean, I, there must be, right? Well, I'm everyone. contrary, so I'd never played British, ever. I, I mean, there, there, there is. There is an interesting thing when you get to the, the uh, you know, people, Germans playing Germans and the motivation for playing Germans. Oh, I, I just like the tight, yeah, the tight uniforms from, uh, you know. Um, the, the Hugo Boss era. Exactly. The <laughs> God, they look great. Oh, my God. Look at those jackboots. <laughs> oh, what a delight. Say, we weren't about the politics, but man, they look sharp. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Or the old Kanye West, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think. Most people I know play Flames of War do have a, a British army, but not all. Not, it wasn't like a first army for some of them. It was like ones they bought later for doing a certain period. Yeah, this is like Lee's the archetypal British British player. Yeah, Lee, Lee's tie and die yeah. in the wall. Yeah, well, it's normally a family connection. That's what. <laughs> well, I mean that, but that is it. That is mm. you know that is that is kind of the. What are you saying? The point. What are you saying? My family's uh, in a former life. I was a German guard pilot. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <sighs> Stupid shrimp wagons. Duncan was a shrimp wagon in a former. Why are they life? still three sodding points? <laughs> I've, I've sat on it for long enough. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it anymore. Can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine if they did a late war one and shrimp wagons were like minus ten points to the platoon? Oh. <laughs> Just you make got, you them literally one. got a platoon of recce for nothing. Just make them one. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's probably more they can't be asked to re-release the models. So they just oh, like, yeah, we'll throw these out there. I don't actually I just for, for, why are they three points? <laughs> it's not fair. Anyway. Uh, well, hopefully, the bingo. hopefully yeah. they do manage to make um the flames of war. Con convention? No. Event day? What do they call it? Open day. Open day, yeah, yeah. 
because they did say they're going to do it next year. Hmm. So that, hopefully at the open day we can get uh, Pete over again like he did before. And harangue him about why Schwimmwagen. Harangue him about Schwimmwagens. Schwimmwagens and Brimbars, Pete. Let me talk yeah, to you. Yeah. Come over and over again for yeah. the entire weekend to the yeah. point where he uh, he folds and capitulates. Exactly, just browbeat him. Now, Pete. We should, do, we should do a Team Yankee participation game. Oh, that would be good. What, we'll just buy we'll we'll Autobahn off Mike. Autobahn and hips and mm-hmm. hips and shenicks. Yeah, do a big aerosol thing. That would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> or, or remake Berlin one for one. Oh my god, that would not be fun. Although I'm surprised that no one does a Brandenburg Gate. Was there much fighting at Brandenburg? No, there was none. No, there was, there was, there was. But um, but also for for Team Yankee. Quite iconic, isn't it? Well, that's hmm. Chep- Chepard Charlie. I think will bring that about. Oh, I'm very excited for that. I will, cool. And that name mentioned, I really want now do a, a, a Team Yankee Berlin battle. Yep. Yes, with Ber- oh. little, little chieftains in Berlin, the Berlin Brigade. Brigade. Yeah, yeah, buddy. And that, and that one that the um, Russians apparently used that um, well, my patrons next to Valkyries, but it was showing off with a weird oh, blue, yeah. and orange, and green. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, he wrote an article about it on their um, Soviet green thing. Very recently. Oh, dude, I need to find that because yep. what I do is I'll speak to uh, Anarchy Models and get some custom Berlin Brigade stencils made up. <laughs> and he'll sell <laughs> like two. He'll sell two copies and then never speak to us again because he's yep. wasted all this time and effort. But it would make <laughs> some amazing models. Lee laughs yep. nervously about painting more chieftains. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, stop, he's already dead. <laughs> we'll give me, give me a reason to paint still brew chieftains because uh, they, they, they actually got some. Right? Was still brew, yeah. That, oh, I mean, God. chieftains, plastic centurions, oh, 62s, mm-hmm. the four three twos with the, with the, with the um, scorpion turrets, the little turret on top, yeah. Uh, not scorpion turret, um, same, um, blah, 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 fox turret, the fox turret. Yes. I've driven. I've driven one of those. That was good. Oh my god! That was. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, there's a Armageddon paintball, and they have a, you play tank paintball with them. <laughs> have you heard of this? No. Oh no! It's yeah. It's amazing. We should do it as a, a shoot and scoot day out because you get driver, gunner, and loader, mm-hmm. and you're in one four three two with this turret on top, and then there's another one, and then there's three barrels set about twenty meters apart. And uh, you get you get to your the first you drive up to the first barrel stop, um, you know and the gunner rotates the turret around, and they they, they fire ping pong balls for the paint. Um, so you know you put the the loader puts them in closes the breach, the gunner lines up, and then you know, gives the command. The loader fires it, and uh, the, the ping pong ball goes flying off to the other the other towards the other four three two. And then you've got the, the the guy who you know the the company guy sits in the commander's four three two turret so you can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to turn the turret forward and then drive forward. And then you get you fire two shots at each barrel, so you get six shots a side. But you can only shoot when you're at the barrels. So what it comes down to is the crew who are quickest loading, a crew you know accruing the target, firing those two rounds. Because if you're quicker than the other, and then driving to the next barrel, so if you're quicker, you can be there waiting mm-hmm. for the tank to drive up, stop, fire your two rounds, and you're gone before they're firing their second one. 
and it was absolutely it sounds it sounds it sounded a bit like oh okay we're not driving around shooting things but it was really intense and really fun um, well, that's, that's something we spend the patron funds on so yes yeah, so. tank paintball <laughs> what was also cool was the fact that we got, we got a chance to drive the tank uh, the 432 around and oh, the really? bottom that yeah, yeah down the bottom of the um the bottom of the, the the field we're driving in it was super wet and you couldn't be seen from the main base so the uh the the ex-afghan vet was just like yeah go on get, get, get a power slide on more power more left hand so you got this 432 just sliding sideways in the mud <laughs> and you're like, holy crap, that is a lot of stuff to be going sideways. And this is only a 432, yet alone what a chieftain's like. Do, do you mean a, a rhino, right? Well, I mean, you know, if you spray it blue and... <laughs> Ultramarines put, power sliding sideways. Put up with a Games Workshop uh, ninja lawyer assassin coming that year. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was good fun. Yeah, good fun. Makes it, and, and when you button down, you realise how you can see absolutely nothing. Yeah, how your like, visibility yeah, this, is zero. This, well, this sucks. Like, <laughs> I would have no idea if anyone was walking right up beside us with the magnetic mind. This is terrifying. Let's not do this. Let's just stay at home. RPG, <laughs> RPG, RPG. What? Yeah. No, it would be bang. What was that? I think it was an RPG. Oh, everything's yeah. on fire. Yeah. Oh, My face oh, is melted. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, this built is by nice. the lowest, Built by the lowest bidder. Yay. Yeah. Yesterday's technology, tomorrow. Oh. Yep. I think that's all of the uh, offers or answers. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, we're only on like two, three hour podcasts so far, so. Oh, just stream it out <laughs> a bit more. I mean, events. <laughs> <laughs> events. Uh, the 4th and 5th of February is Carivery 2023 at Battlefield Hobbies and Daventry. It's 100 points later with a 40 point swap. I asked Hammy if he could update me on the points change. He said but no. He is. He said no because he's got too much wine. Uh, Salute War Game Show is the 22nd of April at the Excel Centre in London. I'm going there to shop, shop, shop. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. Uh, Eddie, 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 you yeah? don't need anything else. Oh, can I buy paint? Uh, if you plan to use it on models, yes. Paint paint and figure cases at the Excel Centre. <laughs> yeah. KR Multi Cases we buys the, a new um... Lamborghini through Fez buying figure cases. Are we saying um, no new models for 2023 as well? No. So, this is my plan. And you know how my plans go. Yeah. So, my plan Actual results is yeah. to go back to my two-to-one uh, ratio. So, if I paint ten tanks for Flames of War, then if I wanted to, I could buy five more. Right. So, it's... So what, it's it, okay. Yeah, so I had to paint twice what? from the stash... One to two ratio. Yeah, one to two ratio. Um, so the idea being that I'll reduce the stash. And if the you know, so if a new hotness comes out that I'm like, oh, I really need those five, you know, centurions, that if I go and paint ten T seventy twos, I can buy five centurions. Okay. So it's all about production based as opposed to any other limit. Right. Um, it is. Yeah, I think yeah, it's worked in the past. We'll see, you know, see if it works for next year. Um, of course, it does mean that I've just you know splurged on all of the things I want to buy for the next year now. But oh well, <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 exactly it. It's not it's not the new year yet, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, fourth, fifth, and sixth of August is the ETC Midwar. Whoop whoop with 
maybe it, well it'll be the new points <laughs> um, what's it are you, is it gonna be the big bum points so actually it be a new battlefront points well it, question. there is lots it's very democratic it's a very interesting process oh christ in terms of, is it no it is it really is so originally it was run with the warhammer ninth edition etc um but we've decided i say we but the captains have decided to split so because they're going to Am- so it's just a democracy a more representative republic no because they they were going to amsterdam and it was getting harder and harder to find a venue that would fit the scale of both competitions in mm-hmm. and yeah it's a bit sad from what i gather that you're missing the spectacle of having the well four five hundred gamers in the same venue and the smell and the smell of having four or five hundred gamers in the same venue. Yep. But at the same time, last year it was split, and actually, I quite appreciate the fact it was all Flames of War in the same place. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. imagine having to, you know, it's it, it, yeah, it, it, it kind of like warfare in that warfare has all these different competitions going on, but was about four or five hundred people in total. If you can imagine warfare where every system had four to five hundred, it gets ridiculously big. Yeah. Um. So. They've split, so they're because they're going to Amsterdam. We're going back to Belgium, um, and yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens about Midwar. Uh, also excited to see that I've got several uh, professional painters lined up for painting my army. <laughs> what? Well, I'm never going to win best painted, so if I just drop out of best painted and get you know a studio to paint my army for me, then uh, all right. Yeah, saves me having to paint whatever randomness I come up with at the last minute. Fair enough. I just need 372 armored personnel carriers. I was going to say, do you want to paint some Nimrod? Nimrod. (laughs) All about the Finns, about the Finns. No, they're Hungarians, aren't they? Hungarian Nimrods. Oh, Nimrod, yes, sorry. Yeah, no, no, I was going to say. What was the Finnish one? That was the... Uh, That's the landmark... It's the space. It looks exactly thing. the same, but isn't exactly the same. It's it's the same. Turret's different. Turret's, yeah, turret's different. different. <laughs> After it. buying how many? How many done? Uh, Too many. Yes. I don't even know now. Forty. Uh, <laughs> I think next year we're going to shift. I'm going to paint the thousand points, and you're just going to like end up with three storage containers for the models. I've still, oh, yes. <laughs> 2023, the year of change. Uh, the 23rd and 24th of September, Flames of War UK Nationals at Battlefield Hobbies is also mid-war. Probably using the same points value because, hey, we painted an army for one. Why not? Why yeah. change it? Stop. Um, stop! The 11th and 12th of November is Warfare Reading at Farnborough, which is going to be late war because that's too much mid-war to have in one week or month or year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and also Berlin. IS2s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and that is events. Nice. Well, this is the last podcast of the year, I think, gentlemen. So I would like to take this moment to thank you both for a fantastic podcasting year. It's been good. Um, 80, uh, yeah. You know, was it 58 episodes? Is it? 85 episodes. I wish it was 58. 85? 85, 80, 85 episodes. Not in a year. They're not in a year. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you've been recording them by yourself. Wait a second. 
As he's got practice episodes. Just sat there by myself going, hello. Well, that's that, that, that's normally what we had before we update. Um, that's what I mean. Wasn't it? Hello. <laughs> hello. Anyone I don't think there? you can hear me. Oh, no, we can't hear you. Oh, we stop. <laughs> oh, no, you're back now. Oh, but I've already clicked stop. Oh. Yes. 85 episodes of crazy. I'm sure our chief archivist would give us an update. Well, this is a play 86, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that is 86. I didn't change the header. So of this we're going to have to think what we're going to do for the uh, 100th episode now. Yeah, that's going to be next year, hasn't it? Yep, 14 more. Apparently, we hit five years next year as well, wasn't that what someone said? In five May. years. Yeah. It's someone, someone, our chief chief archive, archivist. Yep. Ramming speed, Mr. Hart. Ramming speed, Mr. Hart. Um, yeah, we'll have to think about that. Well, Do some sort of patron giveaway, that's for sure. Yeah, we'll just give up, give away our patrons. Yeah, just give away. <laughs> give them the, right. the Duncan Road. Here you go, Hadley. I'm terribly sorry. You have to go now. Be a fan of uh, Guildford Ford. Um, oh no, that podcast. That would be great. Uh, <laughs> giving someone who's really good at like it's, it's like giving someone who's really good at painting the uh, like some brushes. <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah, go and listen to this. Go and listen to these people. But this is this is snooker. Yeah, but it's a really great podcast. Uh, enjoy. Bye-bye. I've lost count of the amount of times I've had to explain to Tacey that I'm not making up that snooker is a game. Snooker? Yeah, snooker's real. <laughs> but if you explain it, it just sounds really silly and like made up. Well, like baseball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like baseball, but my God, honestly. If you build it, they will come. Unnecess- uh, American football, unnecessary roughage. What? <laughs> Rough is that bran flakes? Yeah. No, no, no. That's that's necessary roughage. There's a difference. Unnecessary oh. roughage is like too much. After, after a Christmas diet of nothing but cheese and meat, it's probably uh, bran flakes might not be a bad idea. Well, I was going to say some kind of green vegetables. Probably. Have you got scurvy? Is that what's happened? <laughs> no, I got, got lime in my le- in my gin tonic. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, yeah. You do oh no, 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 no. Oh my god, I listened to a fabulous podcast this week about Captain Oates and um, Scott. And limes don't have as much uh, vitamin C as lemons in by a long way. There you I'm, go. I'm pretty still okay. <laughs> no? I'm, sure. I'm, I'm pretty good. You if I put a fresh slice of lime in these gin tonic, does that help? No, <laughs> no, it does not. If life gives you gives you lemons, don't get scurvy. Oh. You won't get scary. Fascinating subject. It's already five years next year. Jeez. Yeah. Well, it feels longer. <laughs> Thanks. I was going to say, <laughs> you get less for murder. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. I looked it up, didn't I? What was it? <laughs> the prison sentence wasn't as bad as you thought it was. Mm. <laughs> because Ben All got right, out Lee. early. Well, what we're going to scoot as? I want to oh, say we... five plus in the hope that we improve our odds and keep going. Two. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. <laughs> Does anything shoot and scoot on a two? No. Uh, nothing else, no, right? not, even, not even King Tigers, as bent as they are. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Nothing, nothing yet. Oh, no, there'll be, be, be a special character, won't there? Yeah. The Shoot and Scoot podcast. Come on, Carl. If you know the special character that's a scoot and scoot on the two plus. Tactics uh, two yeah. plus. Tactics, right. tactics T plus, your entire platoon becomes Shrimvarg and Lefladisturm. Three RTR. Shrimvarg and Lefladisturm. That would be we to the uh, oh that would be it. We'll do a competition in the new year for uh, the shoot and scoot command cards. 
who could submit the the best command cards for the shooters for, or for each cards. each of us one, yeah. one for each mm-hmm. <laughs> angry rant about true bargains <laughs> o- overextend <laughs> over, over, over rushed deployments your opponent gets to choose your deployment Pardon. that might actually help me that <laughs> yeah, would help you <laughs> He's advancing towards your enemy backwards. Yeah. <laughs> this is right, right? <laughs> this is all fine. This is all fine. The Armoured Train Wreck of a Podcast you've been listening to was Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of World Podcast and the team at Breakthrough Assault at Coda UK. Was Woody by support for Battlefield Hobbies, Dice of War, Frontline Terrain, and Autobahn. Autobahn. Cut drive the Autobahn. Name. <laughs> That's a stroke of genius for the D spell. <laughs> That's a brilliant round bunker. It's it's hard. It's harder Good. than I thought. King snatched. I cast well. Market Garden. <laughs> Salad appears. <laughs> I instant cast Operation Dynamo. <laughs> Paperclip. Ah. Oh, oh. no. oh. Did I stutter? I said fireball. Harris, that's yeah. Dresden. They come to me. Did I try to? I can't find a board. Did you rolled 8d6 for the number of bombers that were going to take part? <laughs> okay, well, how many thousands of casualties have you got? Roll those dice. <laughs> oh, oh, it's my a windy God. day. That's a plus five modifier. <laughs> <laughs>